0: All guys, gals, and non-binary pals, welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. Brought to you on YouTube, on Spotify, on Google and Apple Podcasts. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watched a lot of wrestling.
1: I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched nearly as much wrestling. And man, I have the week off of school. It is it is my time to to relax, to to, to get some stuff done, to get ahead on some things, and I'm going Austin. For purely positive vibes this week. All right. The, mm-hmm. It's so stressful for me, you know, having to balance school and all the rest of my this is my week to kind of like even things out, get back to positivity, get back to, you know, just kind of feeling good about things. No, no stress, no uh no major things bearing down on me. And like, you know, no, no big like kind of disappointments you know only positivity only positive vibes and, th- and that we're carrying that forward yeah. today right
0: absolutely we are of course it's because today absolutely. uh we are going back to 2014. we are continuing on with the Daniel Bryan yes movement story absolutely. and we are gonna watch the Royal Rumble 2014. The rumbles are coming it like we have had our we had our couple of episodes to kind of prologue this whole story. Now it's time <laughs> to kick it arena. into high gear. Watch an entire arena hijack a main event segment. Beautiful. Really was Beautiful. art. But now it's all you know, it's been it's six weeks later,
1: mm-hmm. and it's time mm-hmm. for the rumble. Rumble.
0: Uh so what matches are we as usual. For our pay-per-view shows we will not watch the entire two three hour affair uh we i have cut it down 40 minutes out of this show and it's not a 40 minutes i was happy to cut i'm afraid yeah Um, that's what you're saying we'll get to that uh but i've cut it down to two hours and so that's what we're gonna do tonight. Uh, tonight. So there are five matches on this show, including the pre-show match. We will be watching three of them. Okay. All right. So I'll just go ahead and say the pre-show match. Uh the pre-show match is uh Cody Rhodes and Goldust, the champions, the Brotherhood ah, taking on the new age outlaws for the WWE Tag Team Championship. So
1: that's that's on the pre-show?
0: Yes. Huh, it's also okay. again the New Age Outlaws, the badass. The, New Age outlaws. the road dog Jesse James, the badass Billy Gunn. Oh um, fuck.
1: I always get New Age Outlaws like uh confused with fucking like Road Warriors or whatever. Okay. All right, we got Billy Gunn on this. That's sick.
0: Yeah, so basically they came back uh a couple weeks back uh in Jan on the January uh yes january 6th 2013 Mm -hmm. episode of Raw. i was trying to remember how many weeks back that was uh 2014 excuse me it was the old school raw where they basically like changed up the set they used some of like the og like graphics from when raw started in 93 and they brought back a bunch of legends um the real highlight of the show was it was Jake Roberts first time on screen since he got sober. Yes. Uh, so that was a pretty neat moment, but the longest lasting moment of the show was the return of the New Age Outlaws and this kind of started them being a fixture a new fixture on WWE TV every week. Oh. So on the January 13th episode of Raw, uh, it was there was a six-man tag match, CM Punk and the eight a- and the new age outlaws versus the shield.
1: That's an interesting t- punk punk in the new ages, huh?
0: Punk yeah. is still beefing with the shield, so you know punk
1: is still beefing with the shield, and he's like, I'll take any help I can get against these yeah. motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, but during the match, the New Age Outlaws abandon CM Punk, and wow. CM Punk loses. So now Punk is convinced that this is a part of uh, authority nonsense. I mean, why wouldn't it be the New Age yeah. Outlaws part of DX with Triple H?
1: T- Triple H best
0: friends. It wouldn't even be the first yeah. time that the New Age Outlaws went corporate, so to speak. Uh, they happened in 2000 when Triple H took over in the McMahon-Helmsley regime. I feel like there's a bit
1: of discordance with being called the New Age outlaws and, like, going corporate. But, you know, fine.
0: Felt very felt very conservatism is the new counterculture vibe. Oh, you know, you no. That, to be honest. Uh, dying of Thinking crazy. about it. But, oh, yeah. So no. CM Punk is like, guys... This, this is so obviously a conspiracy to continue fucking with me. And, and, Kane, our
1: truth, and our truth is ears perked up.
0: And Kane is like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, Triple I H and Stephanie funny. would never. Um, uh, so CM Punk is continuing to build this fight with the authority leading to a match with Triple H that, oops, spoilers, isn't going to happen
1: uh oh oh yeah because he leaves before he it can is, happen right he uh,
0: about <laughs> to quit so it, it will not happen
1: uh-oh but it's it's, it's, uh, it's, it's punk quitting the Fedo clock
2: yeah it's it's
0: C-Punk a decent it's it. it's been a, it's been a decent story of like cm punk obviously pointing out injustices and getting like corporate gas lit into into yeah. being told no it no you're no, no you're fine. seeing you're things.
1: crazy you're crazy
0: no, we did not we do not keep sending the shield to attack you. No, the New Age Outlaws did not abandon you on per because because they're buddies with Triple H. That's absurd. Why would that be? The
1: anyone case? who's notoriously if there if there are any people on this earth who are notoriously honest people, it would be the people who run the WWE.
0: Mm-hmm. But and then on an episode of SmackDown uh that I didn't watch because I haven't watched the SmackDowns. Uh the New Age Outlaws beat Cody Rhodes and Goldust in a non-title match, so now they're getting a title match.
1: Okay, sure, fine.
0: Yeah. So, the first actual match on the pay-per-view that we will be watching, because of course we are, it is Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan.
1: Oh, yeah, baby. That sounds fucking sick.
0: Basically, the storyline after TLC, uh, Daniel Bryan lost at TLC, by the way.
1: Oof. Ouch. Owie. I mean, no shock, but still. The the Uh,
0: numbers game and all that, 3v1 against the Wyatts. But yeah, uh, the story took a bit of a pause, kind of a stalemate for a couple of weeks because, you know, Christmas episodes and all that. Uh, But on the December 30th episode of Raw, after another beatdown by the Wyatts, uh, Daniel Bryan, he came to the light. He told Bray that, you know, he see, he understands now that he can't fight from within the machine. He has to tear it down. And he mm. pledges himself to the Wyatt family. Yes. And so January 6th, he tag teams with Harper and Rowan. Uh, You know, mm-hmm. he only tag teams with Harper against the Usos.
2: And oh. He's got,
0: and he's got like the new, he's got like a plain blue, like, overall gear going on yeah. Not overalls
1: but it's like, like like fucking like fucking jumpsuit like factory jumpsuit factory jumpsuit, Factor jumpsuit. Picture, that's yeah.
0: that's it yeah so he's part of the wyatts now but uh there um there is a miscommunication and the usos are able to beat harper and brian and so brian is like god Gu- <laughs> you guys you gotta let me help you here i know how i am I have been a tag team champions with a monster before i know i'm here to learn how to be a monster from you guys but let me show you how to become champions yes and so he pleads to tag team with either harper or rowan and bray's response is you don't have to worry about that brian you'll be teaming with me oh and so on the january 13th episode of raw uh har uh rowan excuse me bray and daniel bryan have a tag team match rematch with the usos uh however it ends in a dq when the other wyatts interfere and the authority or in this case brad maddox and kane in this case uh Mm -hmm. decide be like okay this needs a definitive finish so the main event tonight will be a steel cage match between those okay. two teams. And Kane said that he is shows he is locking the door and taking the key. So nobody's getting in. Oh,
1: oh, that's exciting.
0: That's uh, important for later as, oh, so it with for in, once we get to the match, as they're getting down to the end here, Bray Wyatt is climbing up the cage and so are the Usos. And in trying to interfere Brian accidentally pulls Bray Wyatt off the cage and crotches oh. it and crotches him on the ropes. Uh, and oh, this no. allows the Usos to escape and, and win the cage match. Oh, no. And so in repentance, Bray Wyatt demanded that, that Daniel Bryan allow himself to be hit with the sister Abigail. And Brian, he offers itself up. As he goes for the sister Abigail, Brian pushes him off. And he beats no. the ever loving fuck out of Bray Wyatt in this cage. And the Wyatts can't interfere because Kane locked the door.
1: Oh my God.
0: And so Brian takes off the jump suit. He's in his gear. The crowd goes fucking crazy. They, they're loving this. The yes chants are going wild. One of the best moments of of uh, this whole story that we are honestly the best moment of this whole story that we're not going to be covering on the podcast. Like truly a fantastic magical moment, and it is revealed and Daniel Bryan revealed in the next week's Raw that it was all kind of a ruse to get in bright to get get in from the inside and and he be the one to get inside Bray Wyatt's head as opposed to the other way around.
1: That. God, this angle, man! It could have had so much if it weren't SmackDown in the middle of all this. It could have been so it's fucking beautiful. It's a fantastic
0: couple month long angle, and it, but it could have been like you could have told a very a really good long term story with Daniel Bryan in the Wyatt family. Yeah, because it's it's kind of like an interesting thing. Like in Daniel Bryan's whole arc here, it's an interesting thing of like he go he he fights the authority. Like honestly. Like initially at the time, everyone hated it, hated this because it was like it is seen because as clearly getting
1: pushed with.
0: It was it was him kind of cle- yeah. them he clearly trying to get him out of the world title scene, trying
1: and, to let's shoot him back down to the mid card. Yeah, which yeah, yeah.
0: Right, rightfully pissed people off, but in in retrospect, in like a textual analysis of it all, it actually is kind of a beautiful moment in between the two major. Fight the authority parts because, like, he yeah. has this first opportunities, and he fail he fails. He fights valiantly, mm-hmm. but the if but the machine, as Bray Wyatt put it, keeps mm-hmm. shutting him down. And it present, but and the stuff with the Wyatts presents this opportunity for Brian to kind of like have a crisis of faith. Like he tried to do it the right way from within the system. And it failed completely. And now he is being offered by this radical, a controversial figure, a different path, perhaps destroying the system entirely, being a, a, a force of, 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 of discord and destruction instead of trying to do it from within the system. Uh, a, a question kind of asking Daniel Bryan to abandon his principles and ideas of who he should be as a wrestler, because that might get him to where he deserves to be. And him coming through with the Wyatts in the end is him deciding, no, this this isn't, I need to do it my way as me, not as part of of Bray Wyatt's machinations. It's a very interesting kind of middle point to the whole arc, if completely unintentional, because again, they did not intend for this to be a segue back to him fighting the authority.
1: Oh, a zillion percent unintentional. Um, but it, but like, it's such accidental brilliance that you got to fucking love it anyway. And mm-hmm. like, even absent all of that, God, it, it, like, I think it'd just be a cool fucking angle to explore something like that. Um, cause, cause DB, like, uh, like, like, even if they, even if this had, you know, no relation whatsoever to the DB's ascension to the, to the title reign, uh, story, i think it's just an interesting thing to explore like you know you got this this hard-working technical wrestler and the swamp cultists get to him and and pull him into into like kind of this this darkness away from away from the kind of purity of the of the wrestling that that he's kind of come to come to um identify himself with and just explore his his relationship with that. Add another member to the Wyatt family. See the power. See like see definitive proof of like the charismatic power of the swamp cult to pull people that, in. That and is and
0: honestly. I was stop you for a second there. That is, I think, the biggest missed opportunity of Bray of Wyatt. Like a lot of people will bring up the fact that he lost a lot, which is also a problem. Yes, but when your whole gimmick is that you are a swamp cult leader. Like there needed to be more like attempts at trying to convert people to his way of thinking and pro and definitely more successes. He didn't necessarily need to be like NWO big of followers or anything, yeah. but he yeah, basically, but like- oh, it's basically Rowan Harper and then eventually Braun Strowman down the line joins the group.
1: Oh, I didn't um, know that.
0: Yeah, he is the fourth member of the Wyatts. The, that was not until, like... That came as, like, when they tried to bring the Wyatts back together. Like, one of the many oh, times okay. they were like, we have no creative for any of these people except for putting them in the cult together, so let's just put them back together. Let's
1: just, let's just do it Let's run it back again.
0: Uh, but this time they added a fourth guy, Braun okay.
2: yeah. Uh,
0: But, like... This is the only time Bray Wyatt ever tries to convert anybody explicitly convert anybody to his cult. And as much as it's fun to headcanon the idea that like Bray Wyatt was like burned and is traumatized by how Bray Daniel Bryan betrayed him and lied to him that he never wanted to try it again. They also never like call out that, call that out. So yeah. I'm not gonna give them credit for it. They
1: never um, make it textual, yup.
0: Yeah, but I like he is he runs a cult and yet he doesn't try to convert people the most you get is the fact that the audience fully buys into this gimmick and like does the like during in the darkness of his entrances they would throw up their phone do the, cameras to the fireflies fire fire yep, and like yep. that's a cool visual and idea that he is like in in uh, he is swayed the crowd to his favor but i feel it should have he should have done more with and trying to sway the wrestlers to his, Agreed. His favor, anyway. Agreed. Sorry, back to what you were saying. I just wanted to bring
2: that
1: up. Oh no, 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 no. that that's that that is what I was saying. Like it, from uh, even absent any of the Daniel Bryan like push to the top story that were that were in the middle of whether or not the authority realized it or not. Like it's a cool angle for both sides, and I would love to have seen it like go on longer and be part of a wider story for for the Swamp Cult, even if it were not part of a wire story, wider story for for Bryan.
0: Yeah. So but but for this time they're gonna have this one-on-one match at the Royal Rumble as and so then the next match on the card that we will be watching is Brock Lesnar versus the Big Show.
1: Okay, this is the one you weren't happy about putting on. No,
0: here. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, but nice. It was it was a literal timing thing. It was like this match is shorter than the other match, so
1: I mean, I don't think I've ever actually seen a Brock Lesnar match before. Um,
0: I don't think this is a good example of it. Oh, no. Oh, Uh, dear. Well. But, so, Brock Lesnar basically came back a couple weeks back on Raw and was like, I demand, like, demanding that basically the winner of the WWE Championship match at the Royal Rumble on that in a second. Um demanding that he face the winner of that for the title and they're like all right and he basically like challenges if anyone in the locker room thinks that i'm out of line then feel free to come on down here and fight me and then out comes mark henry to fight brock lesnar Ah. except it's just kind of an excuse for brock lesnar to beat up mark henry like he beats the shit out of him Then he comes out, and then the next week they have a confrontation again. And Brock Lesnar does the Kimura lock and breaks Mark Henry's arm. And this brings out the Big Show because they Mark Henry's best frenemy. Yeah, and he is like, "You are a menace and a bully, and I'm not, and I will not stand for it."
1: Yo, uh, honestly, fucking like. I I I'm here for, I'm here for the continuation of like the tumultuous friendship of the big show and Mark Henry. Uh, yeah. so that's, that's neat at least,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah, they're going to have this match tonight on the Royal rumble. Oh. Okay. The next match on the car that we will be skipping is Randy Orton versus John Cena for the world for the WWE world heavyweight championship. Mm. Uh, Basically, after TLC, Randy Orton won the match at TLC. Yep. He became the dual, the unified champion. Oh, boy. Uh, and honest to God, a thing I have to honestly retract my statements a little bit from the last couple episodes here. I said that Daniel Bryan didn't get that title match that John Cena promised him. He actually mm-hmm. did. Uh, the first night after TLC was yet another everyone get on the stage and jerk off to your new champion Randy Orton Oh boy, and, my favorite. And, but during that segment John Cena reiterated his promises that he made to Brian. He's like do the right thing Randy. And Randy's like fuck you man. I'm not going to or Daniel Bryan doesn't deserve a title match right Triple H right stephanie Mm -hmm. and i will preface this by saying that in the middle of the promo he's like i don't have to do what you say john i don't have to do what these people say i don't have to do what anyone says because i'm the Uh champion and stephanie was like you have to do what we say though right dude fucking randy's
1: had such a rocky time with the authority ever since he accidentally fucking murked the last oh no
0: so steph but but he he's asking for backup like the authority aren't going to make me defend my title against daniel bryan especially not tonight right i mean i just got through a terrible tlc match and then triple h is like well you know the fans you know they they seem to really want this match and you know we really like to listen to the fans (laughs) and so they make the match, Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton the night after TLC. And it ends in a whole big DQ bullshit as oh, Randy Orton is becoming completely more and more unhinged at how at his perceived lack of support from the authority. Uh
1: you fucking attacked Stephanie, my man. This is on you.
0: Yeah, it is. But I mean, is it if Randy Orton was willing to accept the consequences of his own actions, would he really be Randy Orton?
1: This is true. This is true. That's, that's kind of the whole reason we're in this, this thing with Randy Orton is is everyone from the beginning is like, you're an entitled Nepo baby. And uh, we expect you to just keep cladding by on that. And also that's kind of how it is IRL anyway. So,
0: Yeah, so they set up a rematch between Cena and Orton at the Royal Rumble. Uh, Randy is like, how dare you make me defend my title at every pay-per-view? This is a disgrace. (laughs) Oh, yeah. God damn. I wonder why it works like that. Yeah, so he, they give on Raw January 13th, they give him a match against Kofi Kingston as kind of a like, prove yourself, Randy. Like get yeah. your head back in the game, all right? Get your,
2: get your head in the game, you
0: gotta get and then a little bit, a little bit of get your head in the game, gotta get you, get you, get you, get your head, get, in, the get game. The head in the game. Randy does not get his head in the game. Oh he he while he gets increasingly violent and unhinged throughout the match against Kofi Kingston, he also loses focus and let and Kofi Kingston pins Randy Orton straight up
1: shit i mean based kofi should win everything but also what the fuck
0: yeah so now randy orton is very very mad and <laughs> they are in boston i believe in this show either they're somewhere they make because they make a point that like john cena's family is in the audience tonight mm-hmm. uh john cena's dad right in the front row and orton goes over and attacks john cena's father in anger of out was. of losing the match and they like stretcher him out like he they put him in the ambulance got to take him to the hospital but this is like okay John is like you know what you you just made this personal pal
1: yep uh you're gonna die now
0: you're gonna die yes. and again i've heard so much bad things about this match and honestly i don't remember it being all that good But I am more interested in the story of this match than I am Lesnar and Big Show, so I am sad we're not going to get it.
1: That's yes, that's fair.
0: And then of course the Royal Rumble.
1: Royal Rumble. You know, thirty men enter, one man leaves.
0: A quick, yep, that's a quick reminder to the people watching, to the noobs watching at home. The Royal Rumble match is a big old kerfuffle where thirty men enter, you throw. Two, one at a time, every two minutes, and yo know, eliminate somebody by throwing them out of the ring and over the top rope, and their feet touch the floor, and the last man standing wins a WWE Championship match at WrestleMania.
1: WrestleMania, you gotta point at the. It's Rumble season, boy. Point at the sign, pointing.
0: Hard. Now yeah. they they. It was funny on commentary. They try to sell this as like back in the day, you used to. You used to be able to have choices pick between two champions, but what an incredible honor it is to just only fight the one champion. <laughs> what a special <laughs> opportunity that is.
1: It's a unique opportunity. Dario Cueto would be very proud.
0: Yeah. Remember how you used to have choices? Well, now you just fight well, the now, one champion. Now, now
1: you're now you're completely locked in. You got yeah. you. I mean, to be fair, like there is I guess you can argue extra prestige in the in the like war in the unified championship. And, you know, probably anyone who's gonna enter themselves in the Royal Rumble it would want that ultimate prestige. But like, man, way to shit on someone who just really wants that IC title, man.
0: Yeah. All right. So I do not keep track of all of the announced participants in the Royal Rumble match. So I am just gonna go down the list of who is in the rumble. And if there's a, if they had a storyline that I felt is worth mentioning, I'll mention it right now. Uh, okay. so obviously, honestly, the big match coming into the Royal rumble is the fact that this is the return of the animal Batista.
1: Oh yes. This is yes. yes, yes, yes. That, Batista, you did say that one was like pre-announced.
0: Yes. Uh, the Batista quit the company in 2010, mm-hmm. uh, and he went into Hollywood to make start to break his way into Hollywood. Uh, he in 2014, he had a big breakout role in a movie. You might've heard of it. Guardians of the galaxy, you know, yeah. minor indie hit <laughs> guardians yeah, of the I, galaxy. Yeah, I
1: think I like watched it once. It was I. Right.
0: but you know, he is coming back to wrestling here a few months before that movie comes out. Uh, it's a whole big rah, rah, rah deal. But also early on, he has is, he is attracted the attention of Alberto Del Rio, who has taken personal offense to all the attention being given to Batista. And he is like, why are you not instead paying attention to me? And <laughs> he has personally promised that he is going to eliminate Batista and ruin Batista's in-ring return in the Rumble match.
1: Oof, ow, owie.
0: See, CM Punk, we talked about him yeah he, he he's fighting still fighting with the shield but the shield though they are kind of breaking up slowly 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 yes. again
1: slowly imploding yep
0: like they're like it this it the tension is being is mounting especially in the face of roman reigns clearly becoming the number one guy in this group as an example yes. Yes, CM yes. Punk has had singles matches against Dean, Seth, and Roman. Roman is the only one who beat Punk.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God. We got to push him straight to the top.
0: And they've had – and, you know, the TLC match, that match ended, by the way, never I just has never talked about it, is CM Punk won three-on-one against The Shield
2: That's because –
0: because he tricked Roman Reigns into spearing Dean Ambrose, holy and then he shit! And Dean—that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But now it's—it's it's like the, the the Shield has always survived because they have been equal equals, three equal yep. members. And eh. between Dean Ambrose being the only member of this group who still has a championship, and Roman Reigns seeming to be the only one who can win matches right now. <laughs> Despite um, not having a championship himself, yeah, it's like things are getting tense. The idea, the hive that
1: mind we, is is growing more brain cells.
0: The hive mind is crumbling a little bit. Yes. uh Let's see any other interesting stories. I mean, the tags, the, the Zeb Coulter is still going on.
1: Oh boy! Oh boy! Woo-hoo.
0: oh golly. I Great. hope I hope he's
1: in the Royal Rumble so I can see him get beaten up by everybody.
0: Yeah. Um Rey Mysterio and Big Show were a tag team for a hot second. Oh yes. Was an idea. It was interesting ideas. Like the biggest little man.
1: Get it? The biggest, the biggest, yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: Yeah. The uh, boy the littlest boy. Yeah. So that was a fun tag team for a minute.
1: That sounds uh, cute.
0: A lot of these guys don't really have a lot of st- This is the worst part about Royal Rumble season sometimes is like, sometimes WWE kind of like stops telling individual stories for a second because it's like, everyone is about to get thrown into this rumble match on paper. It's on pay-per-view. So it's like, we don't necessarily need to do a lot of interesting individual threads in the meantime. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's more interesting if everybody has connecting threads going into the rumble match, um but that is the philosophy so there's there's no major title changes biggie langston is still the IC champion he's been getting a big Ooh. old pushity push
2: recently like he, he
0: like they're absolutely trying to like build him up to be like a top guy he he got to tag team with cm punk and john cena to face the shield on Raw. yo
1: that's yo okay love 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 me seeing getting new day boys push it's got to get xavier in there
0: Oh yeah, Xavier is is still, uh, you know, doing the Brothers Clay stuff. He's, right? He's he's, oh, no, he's, he's been oh, he's, Brutus he's Brutus Clay yep. on He's the Brodus Clay stuff.
1: Yep. Cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, so standard. that's that's the only really major storylines going into the Royal Rumble. Ryback Axel is still a thing.
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. Look again. All right, it is they're...
0: so cute how Ryback and Curtis Axel like gave themselves their ship name. How very
1: cute. Yes. Yes, uh, they're a very wholesome couple. Look, there are two things I'm just looking forward to here. I am looking forward to Daniel Bryan definitely being in the Royal Rumble, and I'm looking forward to uh, Rey Mysterio getting, you know, just the, his usual very beloved crowd reaction.
0: Of course, of course. Absolutely. Uh, you know, they haven't announced everyone in the Royal Rumble. They never do, of course, because... Indeed. Well, well, sometimes... Because the fun of the Royal Rumble is surprises sometimes.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Uh Absolutely. So... If you would like to watch along with us, uh, you can do so at PeacockTV.com. That is NBC Universal Streaming Service, where WWE has licensed out all of their content now. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the Royal Rumble 2014, and we will be back in the back half to discuss what is certainly going to be a turning point in the Yes movement.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Mm -hmm. See you then. Indeed, and we are back. We have finished the Royal Rumble 2014. (laughs) Who,
1: boy, man! If if only I had known in the front half when I was so optimistic about all this that this would have turned out so poor. Who could have seen this coming? Surely not I. I'm so sad now, and certainly not just like. Passively disappointed in the outcome that I knew was foregone.
0: Yeah, what a... The Rumble was something else. Oh, you know?
1: man. Man, um, I get the feeling that the Royal Rumble, it, it just, like, waffles. It is either one of just the best pay-per-views the WWE can put on in any given year, or it's just awful.
0: When it's awful, it's real awful.
1: Yeah, like... Either, like, I'll see, I'll, I'll either see it, like, listed as, oh, yeah, this one was super fucking fun, top pay-per-view of the year, you know, high up there at the very least. Or it's like, if the Rumble goes down in flames, that whole pay-per-view goes down in flames, and nobody's fucking happy. Everybody's angry. It's, mm-hmm. it's, when, when the Royal Rumble's not good, everybody has yeah, a there bad is, time. You
0: cannot save a Royal Rumble pay-per-view that has a bad Rumble on it.
1: Yep seriously like you're done you're you're just fucked and man it's it's almost comical the amount of times they've screwed the pooch on this one
0: honestly you could argue this was the best royal rumble i had even seen to that point (laughs) in my life what because you had seen probably 2013 2012 and 2013 were kind of worse in different ways
1: really really 2012
0: 2012 was a like Fuck, we got nobody on the roster. We gotta fill spots with goofball shit. Oh, um, but like the Sheamus also,
1: dub from 2012 seems like a decent feel-good moment, considering how mm, over he was.
0: Mm, everyone wanted to be Chris Jericho. He had a whole. Bit, oh, really? He did. He was doing a whole bit where he like every week would come out and just not talk, and it was all like his big moment was he was going to win the rumble in 2012. That was the whole, I thought of most people. And then
2: 2013
0: was just a really boring rumble building to the most obvious conclusion of the world in John Cena versus the rock.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. 2013 sounds like kind of dumb then kind of a waste of time. Oh man.
0: Yeah. So we get the Royal rumble hype video, uh, I, to open the show I'm, I'm gonna note that we did not get a royal rumble by the numbers this year and honestly that we should have not. been a sign
1: you know we kind of did but we'll we'll talk about it when we get there i contend that there There's is a, a roundabout
0: of what... way that happened yes but yes and it's very proper, funny we didn't have the proper video of set to the nfl music no instead
1: we got it we got some fucking like simple rick's ass narration over Mm. over like talking about batista or not batista fucking orton and cena and all the rest and it's like where you the wwe where you can dream big and reach for the stars as and like it's just this like raspy voice low-key you know country accent dude over you know fucking fuck clips of brutal wrestling matches and and like Mm -hmm. epic music and it's the most what is this tone i've ever seen another another great oh no we're in trouble already moment i think
0: yeah so i'll go ahead and say is that the pre-show match and we'll talk more about it later in the show (laughs) yeah uh, we will the pre-show match was the new age outlaws defeating the bro the brothers for the become the new tag team champions what the fuck the Rhodes brothers had an extremely disappointing run as tag champions. Honestly, yeah. they didn't really do anything. You it told was, me that they it got, was like... all in the buildup to them beating the shield for their jobs. And then after they beat the shield for their jobs, they basically just had matches with people for like two months. Man, that's, that's
1: so disappointing. Cause like, fuck Cody and Dustin having a fucking title run together. It, that's such a sick concept and of course Vince pissed it away. I hate that man so much.
0: The, the nothing there, nothing can escape the institutional di- lack of fucks given about tag <laughs> teams in the WWE. Oh, there
1: is no escaping true. even I know. to
0: the fact
2: that it was not fucking, immune.
1: Yeah, the fuck The we had a fucking tag team title change on the pre-show to the pay-per-view that's you don't do that on a pre-show you dipshits
0: well you do if if you don't give a shit about the tag titles oh my god oh i'm
1: gonna have a heart attack already fuck oh right, my so, god, it's just dumb from the get-go
0: it's not starting great but the first match of the show is daniel bryan versus bray wyatt
1: yes uh it's quick quick side note that it's it very, very bizarre to hear Justin Roberts announce anything related to the Royal Rumble. I feel like I'm in a bizarre world, except that bizarre world actually happened.
0: Except that bizarre world is for most people the norm because he is the be norm significantly longer than he's ever been with AEW. Really, place. I thought he was, I figured he was only
1: there a couple years.
0: No, Justin Roberts. I'm gonna check the dates on this, but Justin Roberts. I swear he had a full decade in the WWE. What the elite. fuck? He he was ring announcer in WWE from 2002 to 2014. What the
1: fuck? Holy shit! That's yep. What? How the fuck did AEW bag him then? God Uh, damn!
0: WWE released him in 2014 after opting to not not to renew his contract.
1: Wow, imagine taking such a fucking massive L as releasing Justin Roberts. Oh my God, dude.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Before the match, before the match, uh, I don't have a lot of commentary notes tonight, but don't worry. Did get a couple before this one as in, in JBL expressing his excitement for the show tonight. (laughs) He says it's, it's like a fat kid at a pizza buffet. I'm in heaven.
1: Yeah. And I'm like the entire fandom after a failed title run against Batista. I'm over JBL's horse shit.
0: Mm-hmm. and then as the wyatts come out and they're down by the ring jerry lawler says that the wyatts have manson family values
1: i okay i heard family values i didn't catch manson family values that's a decent pun i had yeah i had i noticed a very little lawler tonight he was like on weirdly good behavior he was kind of tranquilized did, he said
0: nothing particularly stupid yeah
1: i know I know. I I like to the point I kind of forgot until you mentioned just now that he was there. I kind of forgot that he was there. Yeah. Uh, and of course DB comes out and the pop for him is fucking massive.
0: And everyone's nah, losing
1: yeah. their shit. Uh someone had a, a pretty cool sign. I respected this sign in um in the crowd that uh it was a picture it was like a screen grab of DB Turning on, um, turning on Wyatt at the at the Hell in a Cell match, and or the I guess it was just a normal. It was just a steel cage match. Yeah, I'm steel wrong. cage match. Um, and it said not traitor, infiltrator, and I'm like, you know what? That's actually kind of a sick tagline. I'm here for
2: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Um, uh, also, also, sorry. One more thing uh, off the off the offset is. Um, I thought it was kind of like cute and wholesome how they gave the Spanish announced team like a like an actual featured spot um just yeah like they cut over to the spanish announce team and we just see the spanish announce team like talk to each other in spanish for a little while and it's like huh that's kind of cute and i i understand a little bit of what they were saying and i was like hey, that's yeah. that's nice we're, we're we like it when the fed is able to just kind of engage in wholesome multiculturalism it doesn't happen often yeah. but when yeah, it does it's nice
0: in the future in the future they would even have like admittedly they would do this during like matches that no one gives a fuck about it's a good sign but they would have cut but but they would have cutaways to like varying different announce teams that don't sit ringside like they would be like and now to the french commentary team and the german and the japanese
1: wait wait, that's so sweet i love that Mm -hmm. man one bright spot uh also apparently we got we got a line from wyatt toward db um after the betrayal, where I guess Wyatt said to, to to Daniel Bryan at some point, everything that happens from now on is your fault, and <laughs> you have no idea.
0: Oh yeah, this this stuff is happening tonight. So uh, also something naturally. I noticed
1: about the Wyatt. Sorry, I keep delaying something I noticed about the Wyatt family entrance. It's really sick. They cut off Bray's music right as he cuts off his. When he lamp. cuts the that's like, off, that's. Like- really the, produ-
0: in- the production of bray wyatt's entrance is really sick
1: god Wyndham rotunda is such a fucking visionary man i swear to god yeah and hey always good to see brody oh that always makes yeah, me happy. Guy,
0: even even if even if every time bray wyatt comes out he he turns off two lanterns like he because Shh. because he does he does the bit he, where does he the- lights the lantern in the in the video we're yeah. here And then he comes to the ring with another lit lantern that he then blows out.
1: It's all about the light it's all about well it blows out and totally ignore the fact that his hand is clearly turning a dial
0: well i appreciate that they were in town ta- that they were safe and did not use an actual flame agreed. lantern agreed in and let him in, in as part of this big elaborate entrance with all this electronical equipment in open arena the, Agreed. he uses an electric lamp that he can just agreed. turn off plus also if he uses a, of a flame lamp Something could go wrong. He go and then it doesn't blow out, and then the whole gimmick <laughs> is ruined. So I will say I would love to
1: see a version of it where he like he completely like whiffs, turning the thing, and he's like, "Shit, fuck, didn't get it, <laughs> didn't get it, you saw nothing." Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So so whole all the entrances are made. Match start, and it's a. I mean, it's a fucking banger. Of course, it's a god. It is. I'm huh? So happy we yeah, watched like, it
0: bray daniel bryan is a technical masterpiece class yes i don't think anyone who's ever watched daniel bryan doesn't need me to say that
1: (laughs) well see here's what's what's interesting about this match to me is it's kind of this great crossover here between the two kind of sets of expectations because daniel bryan is a of course like it's everybody knows this he is one of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time if not the greatest my man is he's just pure skill but i feel like it gets underappreciated sometimes just how good he is at character work too like that gets lost uh on the flip side with wyatt wyatt is a brilliant character worker and everybody knows this he's a fucking visionary and i don't think and i think funny enough He doesn't get enough credit for how good he is technically thank you (laughs) is this yeah yeah
0: is Is this a people have forgotten because yeah honest honestly because bray wyatt keeps playing characters that don't let him work like either because he literally doesn't have matches or he has to play this like invincible monster in the fiend like it has been a long time since he has played a character who is just a dude who wrestles. And I mean, is he kind of doing that right now? A little somewhat. He also is I not mean, he wrestling. Is just... oh. I think he's had like two matches in the six months he's come back.
1: Oh well. Okay. That's that's also So fair. he
0: like and I think it has been lost on many. Like Bray Wyatt can hold his own just fine in matches really
1: he's 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 really gifted even yeah when he doesn't
0: when he doesn't have to like no sell everything and do goofy shit
2: he's
1: really good at kind of like he he's got this this talent that i respect greatly in wrestlers simply because i if i were if i ever became a wrestler like i don't know if i i don't don't know how adept i would be at, at getting this skill for myself but like He's really good at doing things that like flip on a dime. Like he's so good at so quickly switching gears from one spot to another and making it flow seamlessly. And it's ex- and it's exceptional. And he sells well. And, mm-hmm. and 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 his constant and very good character work only bolsters all mm-hmm. of that. It, I would also it, it, he brings I would al- emotion to match so well.
0: But also agree about that speed thing. Like, so, like he doesn't do it often. But like when he is doing it, when he is taking control of the match, it's like lightning quick. Yes, when his when he does an action, and it's like whoa. Well,
1: I think you can also put that up to like him as a seller too. Like again, Mm -hmm. he has to no sell a bunch of shit half the time in his career. But like when he sells, he can he can take he can take bumps really well, and like in a way that makes his opponents look really good. Something I noticed like throughout this match is. Daniel Bryan like this is such a good spot for this it's like he looks so strong against this monster heel and that's because Bray is not only great as a worker and feels powerful but he he takes DB's bumps expertly and mm-hmm. looks fucking good doing it and moves while well, while doing it and makes it look convincing
0: yeah uh Bray Wyatt truly living up to the nickname he had in his former persona as Husky Harris uh the Army what tank with a Ferrari engine What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah because he's because you know he's husky. Literally, it was his name yes. as well. And, yes. but he, he moves like a Ferrari, but he's built like an a tank. He's built like an army tank, but he moves like a Ferrari. Was, was he the, Husky
1: was Harris in Florida developmental or what?
0: He was, and then he he was in he was on main roster for a, a year or so as Husky Harris. Oh
1: my god. He
0: was even in the Nexus. Oh
1: everyone's no favorite
0: failure.
1: Everyone's favorite fail. He... I, I can only imagine the survivor's guilt he has yeah, over they, over that.
0: And then they quietly sent him back down to NXT to start doing this Bray Wyatt stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, and I believe I believe that Bray Wyatt has quasi. It, it's weird to say you are head canoning your own character, but this has never been brought up on TV. This is mm-hmm. only things he says on social media. But it is implied by Bray that like the concept of Bray Wyatt is an evil spirit possessing Husky Harris. Like, that underneath Bray is still, always has been Husky Harris. What the, the, the fuck? Bray Wyatt, a spear, a demon of a sort, is, is the one who's in control of the body now. Wait, but that means my man got double
1: possessed when he... Well, yeah, then we got the fiend evil in, the in here. Fiend. And now, yeah. we got and now he's just Bray Wyatt and now, and now he's just Bray Wyatt, the dude who's happy to be here, TM. Except hey, like Uncle Howdy's also here. So what, hey, man?
0: Like, we heard you like demons, so we put some demon in your demon. <laughs> the
1: the 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 Bray Wyatt demon has had such a fucking roller coaster over the past few years that at this point, you know what? He's like maybe maybe this whole like evil cra- crazy spiritual evil thing ain't for me, and I should just. I maybe I should just chill out and just kind of enjoy a pa- a more passive possession of poor Husky's body.
0: One day Bray Wyatt is gonna go back to being Husky Harris, and we're gonna go <laughs> full fucking circle.
1: I hope so. Honestly, I could see him planning for shit like that. Like he goes out, his retirement angle is that Husky Harris returns once more. Oh my God. And that's to fight off the Wyatt six or whatever. I don't fucking know.
0: Whatever. Uh, so match gets off to a hot start. I wrote a lot of Bray Wyatt quotes in this match. Because <laughs> he did a lot of jaw jacking. Like he right in the he just, beginning of the feeling. He's like, you'll see no mercy from me.
1: Yeah. He's like, screaming a lot of shit. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. Early on rowan and and harper try to interfere and they get their asses thrown out and they're like hey you're what, you're out of you're out of here. and they're like hey what is this and bray comes over to them and it's like i don't need you to fight this one for me and they actually I don't need you to listen I don't
0: need you to fight this war for me is what this war for me
1: okay and then yeah uh, he they, like yeah
0: they have a, they have a cute little huddle up a little, hun- little nice, I know, wholesome, such a and he sends wholesome, them away
1: communicative family I'm I'm here for it. Ken, where can I sign up to join this very Man, you know what? All of a sudden, the dark order makes so much more sense. Luke Harper saw the power of having a particularly wholesome family-oriented evil dark cult and he's like, "You know what? I could do that too."
0: That's a good. That's a good idea.
1: <laughs> um uh but so is, so but they then, leave that
0: is yeah that does that does let daniel bryan take control of the match and, and daniel oh, yeah. bryan he is working the knee in he's this he's working the leg and yeah. i guess the
1: knee specifically
0: like he's kicking him in the back of his knee which sounds very painful to me um and he's, and he's
1: yeah well you poor man uh but he's also like pulling then, on the leg a lot generally yeah. too
0: also, but then, but then um, don't worry. Uh, Brian has a kayfabe injury in this match as well because yes, Bray. Brian gets up to the top rope. Bray chops him off the top rope, and he lands to the floor. And suddenly, Michael Cole is being like, you know, there have been rumors that Daniel Bryan had a concussion in the last few weeks. That's oh a no, that's real oof. Oh, that's real no. oof that's for a, how he retired. That's um, a
1: big oof
0: big oof for knowing how he retires in a year. Um, yeah. but then, Uh-oh. but he's, but he basically, he's like, I think Brian landed on his head. And, and so like Bray is targeting the head. In, yes. In match.
1: Brian's working the knee. Bray's working the head. It's a whole thing. Uh, there's some, I can't remember who this exchange was between, but there was some com something on commentary about, uh, you call him referring to Daniel Bryan, or no, referring to Bray Wyatt, a weirdo as compared to the Hobbit creature he's wrestling. Presumably referring to Daniel Bryan. That is 100%. I think that was,
0: that's, that's JBL. That was probably
1: JBL. yeah. said
2: that
1: yeah. shit. Yeah. I, Cole, or, Cole or law. No, Lawler probably called Wyatt a weirdo. And yeah, JBL goes, you call him a weirdo as compared to the Hobbit creature he's wrestling. And like, man, if you really think about it, Hobbits are like one of the least weird creatures in Tolkien fantasy. Uh, and also, Bryan's far more of a gnome anyway.
0: Anyhow. Yeah, but Hobbit is like a weird little fantasy creature that you know about. so that's why JBL went with that association. Yeah, but
1: like he's clearly more of a gnome. Hobbits don't grow beards like that. He's a fucking gnome. He's a short dude. He got the big beard and he's got he's got a little grumpy face. Arguably, he's arguably, a gnome
0: Arguably a dwarf with the beard.
1: Ar- maybe, maybe. Um, But I feel like, I feel like you kind of, you know, you already get that with like, you know, the actual little people in in the Fed. Anyway, we're digging way too deep into this. Um, Fucking, um, I think before Wyatt starts working the head, there's also this crazy spot where like Daniel Bryan, he, he does this thing that's so sick. He gets Wyatt in what looks kind of like the setup for the surfboard move, except one. I wrote is, it as is the, the sharp. Mean. I
0: wrote. The, I wrote. I thought it was. I thought it looked. Yeah, like I know it looked. Shooter. It
1: looked. It started to look like a sharpshooter, and then it looked like, it, it. It looked like a surfboard setup, but with sharpshooter legs. But then Brian just uses it to fucking pick Wyatt up and stomp on his head. curb Throws him the corner. Bray
0: Wyatt.
1: Yeah, throws him into the corner and just starts fucking going for cheap shots, and the ref allows this for some reason. Not the stupidest hey, ref spot of the hey, night. Kicking, we'll get to kicking, it.
0: He's kicking inside. He's kicking inside of the leg here. He's not kicking yeah, the Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's fine. Sure.
1: Not the not the stupidest ref moment of the night. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that. Uh, Bray, but then, but but then Wyatt does get control back and is working. Yeah.
0: In the head. So like, yeah, what happened? like Bray Wyatt. Br- Brian has Bray on the apron. He tries to suplex Bray back in the ring while Bray is trying to suplex Daniel onto the floor. we get getting a back and forth of them like, uh, no. Nope uh no brian but then bray pulls brian onto the apron wrenches his arm and makes brian land his shoulder first into the apron and then
1: oh my
0: god and then like bray at some point in the match is also like okay so bray takes brian and traps his head between the ring post and the ring corner and mm. then he just starts pounding his fist into brian's head
1: oh my god uh, and,
0: then, uh, and then as brian is lying on the ground bray runs over and does a running senton which is basically landing back body like yep. back flip like it's basically like you land back first onto a guy yeah. um and then you know, he's out there after he does that bray's like i tried telling him why did you help him
1: I know he's like yelling that at the crowd. Why didn't you help him? Like, cause he's got he's got Daniel on the outside, so like he's close to the barricade. And yeah, he looks like he's yelling at the crowd. Why didn't you help him? I tried to warn him. That's so fucking wild.
0: And then he, and then he's like, "I gave you the world, Brian." I,
1: yeah, I I almost wonder what the "why didn't you help him" is referring to. Because at first it's like I it's almost like he's yelling out at the audience either. for not interfering, but. I also it also I guess could be like why didn't you help him see the light you who are y- always cheering for him why didn't you put point him toward me um, I, would, I
0: wish that commentary was more helpful but commentary is pretty commentary content is to fucking
1: just, useless commentary is
0: extremely stirring. content to just like write off everything Bray Wyatt says as weird cryptic shit like yes they, and, and, like, and 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 be and like, be vaguely
1: generally flabbergasted by all of it yes yeah
0: like. Cole, JBL, and Lawler make zero effort to try to understand what Bray Wyatt is trying to say. Yeah, need. I think they
1: made an attempt in this case, but I, I, I didn't.
0: It's really bad. Really like, it's, mo- it's most yeah. of them just being like, Cole will, like, just repeat what he says, and then JBL's like, man, he's a nut. He's crazy. What do you, What do you want me to say? <laughs> like, no. Like, no. Like bray wyatt has ideas of like why he says the things he says could you could you intellectually engage with it just a little bit
1: no you have you they they have fucking vince in their ear they're losing 30 iq points at least by default
0: (sighs) that's the worst Um, part because this is the most because like early bray wyatt is the most sensical to understand bray wyatt bray Mm -hmm. it's it's a common criticism of bray wyatt that as time has gone on his character and lore have become increasingly incomprehensible and it's and i get that that's a fair criticism sure but but like i'm sad that even when he is at his most like this is a relatively straightforward as, this is as straightforward of a character as bray white will ever be and the mm-hmm. commentary just doesn't even want to engage with it and i'm like god damn it
1: that's it's 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 really awful the the they're doing him no favors while he's doing out Well, he's out here doing fucking top tier character work it's awful
2: 100%. um
1: uh well so bray eventually gets brian back in the ring and he kind of sets Brian up in one corner. He goes to the diagonal corner and fucking does his bend backwards shit, uh, and then goes into like some sonico from the ring ass backward crawl.
0: Yeah, they they were they were all in on being like, guys, it's just like in The Exorcist. Um, That's not
1: no. Oh, I guess I guess she does do the backward crawl in The Exorcist,
0: but no, no, you do the
1: ring. You you make the ring reference at this point, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah, uh he started doing that, I think TLC. And he did that in the match against Brian at TLC and the and he got big that was creepy chance <laughs> in the crowd for it. I have never heard that from a crowd before, but that's so sick. Mm-hmm. I can
1: imagine how like happy that made him getting chance oh, yeah. like that. The first um, time he
0: did that, it was like, what the fuck? or what the uh, what is what is that, that
1: was so sick i was i was low-key expecting him to approach brian all the way in there's only there's call. only
0: so far he is he is he is physically capable of doing that move. that was sick he just, though he just rolls o- and then he like yeah smoothly and rolls then he rolls over does his, like his a little
1: snake roll yeah uh he uh, he kind of he gets brian kind of back to the center he gets him in some kind of hold and he says it's like he, some mouth i think like, it's
0: like some neck hold that's how yeah they like it anyway. like some kind of
1: choke hold sort of thing around the neck um he's he mouths something like i love this part or i love this man either way like i would believe i love this
0: man because he's bray is selling this as like you betrayed me brian well that's the thing
1: i love like i kind of love how weird uh, physical or weird like emotional intimacy and and affectation is part of early bray's character like he's very affectionate toward luke harper and eric rowan and the sister abigail always includes like a kiss on the forehead Mm -hmm. like it's this weird kind of like it's this great uh you know the swamp leader wants everybody to like join his 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 world of love he wants to love everybody as long as they're part of his fucking cult
0: Uh uh-huh and don't ever don't ever fuck don't ever fuck fuck with him don't you know but other than that we're all we're all we're all you know he's he's trying to be he's trying to send like chill vibes he's trying to
1: yeah yeah he they're the fucking the fucking uh uh the 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 swamp cult polycule eyeing you from the other end of the bar hey we notice you from across the bar (laughs)
0: really like your vibe we just really <laughs> like
1: your vibe man tell us how do you feel about how do you feel about animal masks
2: <laughs>
0: that makes sense. Nice ma- honestly may, if you make it a sexual thing this make it, it kind of adds to the point to the idea here. it takes
1: away from like the fun cute wholesomeness of the wyatt family but also, it makes it a lot fucking funnier.
0: There, and that is always the correct character beat—the one that's true, funny.
1: True, true. People, people wondered why after the after the swamp called breakup, uh, the tag team that Harper and Rowan formed was called the Bludgeon Brothers. And let me tell you, brother, it wasn't just because of those giant fucking hammers. All right, oh, other things were getting yeah. bludgeon too, brother. Aye. Oh, baby.
0: Admittedly, it's like. Admittedly they, they admittedly they reformed the swamp call a couple more times before they were Well, have won yeah you others. can't
1: you you can't you can't like you 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 can't you can't stay away for that long i mean come on man bray's a bray's a fucking animal in the sack, mm-hmm. let me tell you but at anyway this, at
0: this at this point brian is making his is starting to make his comeback he's starting to get yeah. more moves on it craziest shit he does is bray is daniel bryan is with bray on the outside hits a spinning ddt from the apron into the floor
1: that's so nuts
0: and then he hits the knee and then he hits the 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 psycho knee to bray in the guard into the into the barricade
1: fuck you right oh my god that ruled um also this is kind of like uh random remark i noticed bray's glove is that a fucking mankind tribute
0: no i just think i think it's just like a grip because he's got like this
1: brown leather patchwork glove and it it looks all like patchy it, and and like it looks literally
0: it looks literally like the wrist grip i wore when i bowl so when i used to that so like it's probably just fair. a wrist grip
1: so okay can... i mean yeah i fair enough it just it, it looks mankindish. uh mm-hmm. if, same if, if kind if of brown
0: I, color that he had yeah it, same, same kind, kind of brown color and off. again
1: like it's kind of patchy too like it looks like it's kind of been cut up and stitched together again uh i don't know um also uh what else what else what else Oh yeah and as Daniel bryan is doing all this sh- crazy shit to Bray White at this point Bray is hard way bleeding from his nose and mouth I didn't God I damn, didn't I didn't
0: really this. notice that
1: Oh yeah you can see like little lines of blood around his nostril and you like as he opens his mouth you can see might have been that of, like, might have might have been as...
0: that knee might have been that 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 knee in the barricade
1: <laughs> It probably well he was already he was already bleeding a little bit from the nose by the time he did the fucking sadako shit but um but after after going going into the barricade yeah that's when the mouth started really bleeding too my god damn my man is yeah so uh db at one point fucking gets back in the ring and is able to 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 brian does the yes
0: kick does the yes kicks thing uh I wrote rule of three as is Bre- Brian. Well, no, but
1: but before no before the yes kicks though, sick fucking flying drop kick and then Kip oh, up yeah. right after. Um, also, right before he goes for the yes kicks, he had a look on his face that I can only describe as a perfect imitation of William Regal's disgust face. Like, you know how William Regal's got that like nose scrunched, mouth open, like the very so you know, stuck up British, this disgusting thing. I swear to God, Daniel Bryan had that exact same look. It looked like Williams Regal's face was transplanted onto him for a second right as he went for the yes
0: kicks. Commentary is really trying to put over the idea that like Bray Wyatt has pushed Daniel to be angry. angrier than he usually is. Yeah, well. And and you do kind of get some sense of that in the sense of, you look at like the surfboard thing instead of going for a curb stop to the head. I kind of buy that.
1: Oh, absolutely, and and yeah, it would also make sense considering how much uh, how much influence William Regal has had on him, and uh, probably learned how to get a good angry look out of him.
0: <laughs> that that was the, that's the face that Daniel Bryan made when he learned the Royal Rumble results tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking the right.
1: Um so
0: rule of three t- moment as Daniel Bryan has Bray in the corner, one running kick into the corner. Two running, two running kicks, running into, kicks the into the corner. Third one, Bray runs out and just wham! Dude, lariat the fucking Ryan flying sideways. That it's that lariat was insane. Holy
1: shit! Yeah, he, he gets the lariat and then he goes into an attempted Sister Abigail. Uh, but Brian is able to counter it once more. He's gotten quite depth at escaping. Rolls that him thing.
0: up. One two out brian goes in for the yes lock he hasn't get it on for very long because bray wyatt's Wyatt hand. bites
1: his hand absolute mad lad
0: all right uh, so yeah they do a lot of like so i bray picks brian up by his hair drags him into the corner they start headbutting each other off the top rope on the top rope really great for someone mm. who has a concussion in story yeah yeah uh, so, i know oh man so Brian headbutts Bray off the top rope, and Brian goes for the top rope headbutt. Except well, Bray Wyatt is too close, and yeah. so Brian kind of just splashes him and lands on his yeah, body.
1: So the, yeah, so so commentary's like, ah, he's going for the headbutt, and then he just fucking splashes him. And commentary's like, uh, I mean, he's he went for the frog frog splash. Is that what he? Ah, uh, he just yeah, uh, sure, and that's J- it. And, yeah, and JBL comes in with the I uh. uh Fucking JBL comes in with. Uh, I think that was just. I want to hit you, splat. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Brian. Bradshaw.
0: Brian's is Brian's firing up for the knee again. Bray rolls yes. out of the ring. Brian tries to follow with a suicide dive, and Bray Wyatt catches him mid-air. Sister Abigail Sister abigail into, 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 the into the barricade. Parade. Holy shit! um yeah oh
1: my god what a fucking moment that was insane and then of course he rolls db back into the into the middle of the ring uh and uh and goes for the goes for the picks him up for the sister abigail one more time hits it successfully but of course you know we we all know how how this story has to has to end so he go um uh he he hits the sister abigail gets uh gets daniel bryan down for the pin one, two, obviously Daniel Bryan kicks in no three. What the fuck? Wait, Daniel Bryan lost. What the fuck? Bray yeah, gets the dub. W- what?
0: Bray Wyatt going over tonight. Uh, oh A bad no. sign for things oh, to come. They, no. they are they are oh, build, they are pushing no. Bray Wyatt really hard right now, and that's going to yeah. make more sense when we talk about another match later on the show yeah god um, okay
1: i know we, dude i know we gotta make the scary monster heal scary powerful but sacrificing daniel Bryan to that right now is such horse shit dude. not a
0: good not a good moment for this i think but i'm
1: sure everybody in the crowd was thinking okay this is fine he's gonna crowd was the crowd, was, the 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 crowd got Rebel. deflated
0: crowd deflated a little, a little bit. bit when they, they when deflated when a little bit in that
1: match but i'm sure i'm sure they started you know they all got out their canisters of copium you know it's gonna be fine so like all... hey
0: you know Bryan, like Brian putting over Bray now that's all fine because later he's yeah. going to win the rumble. You know, it's okay. Yeah. That he and it's going to be even the cooler. The show. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's going uh, You could argue it's even cooler if he, if he takes the loss early and he's all broken down and demoralized when he comes back and still manages to win the rumble. Obviously that's, what's going to happen because this, this show is not booked by, by brain dead weirdos, right?
0: Yeah. So the f- bright Ho- Harper and Rowan come back out to celebrate with Bray. And they all mm-hmm. walk off. Then we get a Paul Heyman interview with Renee Young. Renee
1: Paquette. Oh, Renee Young, I mean. Renee that, Young uh, is
0: her WWE name. Renee uh, Paquette is her re- name everywhere else. N-
1: Renee, either way,
0: Renee. IRL Renee Good, if you want to R- look at it like that. Oh, really?
1: Uh, because look because at John
0: Moxley's real name is Jonathan Good. So. Oh,
1: well, look at that.
0: You know, that's her uh, married yes. name. Oh, uh, yes.
1: Yeah, and and, but, and 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 Heyman is essentially like now I'm here to represent Brock. He, op- he opens Lesner. with la-
0: he opens with ladies and gentlemen, and you too, Renee. Uh, what he does the Brock Lesnar spiel. So I yeah. wrote a few the standard, bits here.
1: The standard Brock uh, Lesnar spiel, except like he's giving a weird amount of deference to Big Show.
0: Yeah, he's building up. Okay, so I wrote I wrote some bullet points of old. Uh, of Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman apologizes in advance for the uh, uncomfortable scene that is about to happen tonight. And Heyman reiterates that Lesnar will challenge the winner of John Cena versus Randy Orton. And he, he, talks, he talks up big, the big show, the giant. And Heyman says Lesnar will have the to
1: victimize
0: man. the superpowered man. He, he's like, Lesnar will have to victimize the giant. And Big Show will be stepping into the ring with a with a man who has no compassion and he, he ends it all off with this is the dawning of a new era a new era because the wwe universe is going to be conquered and subjugated i mean by brock the unmerciful
1: i mean when he's right he's right he, Eat, he is correct sleep
0: conquer <laughs> repeat
1: dude i i paul Heyman continues to be way better on mike than he has any goddamn right to be and i mean yeah in this case he's correct (laughs) the whole wwe universe whether they like it or not is about to be very extremely conquered by brock eisner
0: yeah so they have a whole bit where they point out ben roethlisberger is in the crowd here in pittsburgh tonight whoopity doo uh, oh, is this the then, panel
1: thing? I I skipped I skipped this I part. did I, uh,
0: I watched the panel, but you I saw pay I me saw. To take Sh- notes on it. Um, I saw
1: Shawn Michaels and Rick Flair in the like little preview screen as I was as I was uh scrubbing and yeah, I was like, so oh
2: no.
0: The Royal Rumble panel were like they were like we three ro- former ro- Royal Rumble winners. Shawn Michaels, Rick Flair, and Jim Duggan.
1: Yes, and also Alex Riley. Was that Alex Riley?
0: No, that's that was Josh Matthews.
1: Ah, uh, Josh Matthews, panels. okay.
0: Uh, I You could not pay me to take notes on what they said. It was riggedy raw. I'll go ahead and just tell yeah. you what all WWE panels are like, all right? <laughs> uh, so they all go, one guy, usually the baby face, is like, wow, that baby face did great, or that baby face is going to win. No, Panelist number two, who is usually the heel, is like, wow, though check out do you see that be- that heel or i actually think that heel is gonna win the match and then wow. the third person will just have a third opinion of some just kinda kind of
1: in the middle just in the middle
0: yeah they're all and like and, and
1: rick flair is here to be our weirdo fucking third opinion which uh yeah that scans me. he
0: loses his mind later
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah
0: Oh. will I I made I did make note of that. I skipped so, this one but I watched
1: the, I watched the later one. So uh, the panel yes. the
0: panel the panel does I think it go I think it's Sean and Rick pick Brock to win and Jim Duggan picks the big show. Um Sure. And then uh, way well, well. it is Big Show versus barack Lesnar. Lesnar. So, uh, Brock, uh, do you have any notes before the match? I mean, starts? I just we we, so. we just got
1: a recap of, of Lesnar versus yeah, Big yeah, Show, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and like show Big Show's getting a phenomenal amount of do in this story. Like, I'm kind of used to like Big Show being uh, given a little bit of a chump treatment, or at the very least, like, he does he kind of gets put he kind of got pushed in his later WWE careers. Like, he's just kind of there. Like, obviously, he's big, he's big man, he's he can be big big scary man or big nice man but like his bigness is it's just kind of like a thing now and people kind of take it for granted but yeah they're like wwe, we WWE are...
0: has never tried to like really protect big show or be like this is a big guy so we need to take that in mind mo- this is a big guy with a big aura so we need to take that in mind
1: like they 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 do acknowledge that but it, it's it, it doesn't feel like it's not a consistent thing yeah it's all it's always all like
0: we need big show f- to be important so we're gonna yes. pretend he, he is mostly the to put another guy giant. Over.
1: Yeah, yeah, mostly to put another guy over which yes. you know kind of ends up cheapening the effect a little bit. Yes, but like Very here, so. here, like this is he's getting treated with like WCW giant tier reverence. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of not used to it, but I'm also here for it. And he's being legitimately made look like a scary mo- motherfucker for for uh Lesnar to fight. Yeah, and I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, so Lesnar pops into the ring and immediately starts doing a takedown on big show. Like he's in the yeah. brawl for all and we gotta start hitting takedowns. I know and, we and gotta he's he, gotta get those early points, man. He he show he shows how much he is an MMA guy by doing a f- by doing a full mount. Uh that ah. is when you that's when that's when you straddle a guy and you're punching down on him. That's that's the f- I, sure. That's either I actually I actually that might be a half mount. Full mount might be something different. Um Anyway, Lesnar starts beating down on the big show, and then Lesnar goes and grabs a chair. To be clear, the match hasn't started yet. Yes. For some reason, the ref did not ring the bell as soon as Lesnar ran to the ring and started attacking.
1: Yes. And because now that's the, pretty the normally
0: standard procedure for that kind of thing.
1: Yes. Match. Yes. And now the ref sees that Brock Lesnar has a chair, he's not gonna start the match and then tell Lesnar to fuck off with the chair. He he just kind of lightly lightly scolds Lesnar and doesn't start the match what bro bruh, bruh, this isn't hard just yeah just tell him to ring the, the bell the, it's the fine rule,
0: the rules have been all norms about how a matches works rules wise have been thrown out the window to tell a very specific story yeah you and know? it's a stupid fucking story it is lawler, so...
1: Lawler, it's, it's so stupid that even jerry lawler manages the objectively correct take that lesnar is too much of a salty bitch to fight big show
0: yeah pretty much so lesnar takes the chair and just starts walloping big show with it except i wrote this is the world's slowest beat down angle As Oh my god brock lesnar takes what feels like 30 seconds in between every chair shot like yes. it's like structurally it's some attempt to like make each individual impact matter Look, except yeah. there is so little action in between there is so much time in between each individual action it's just boring yeah and it makes the ref look like a fucking competent boob for not just ringing
1: the bell like it's not even moving too fast for him to get like overwhelmed by it or whatever it's mm-hmm. he's just sitting there dumbfounded he's like hey bro get rid of the chair and brock's like no fuck you and then just keeps do- like why is the why the fuck is this match going forward
0: wrath yeah and then lesnar throws the chair away and i'm like thank god we're starting and then show is rolled out of the ring at this point and then show rolls back back into the ring and then lesnar runs over and attacks him again and then picks up the chair again yeah
1: at one point he fucking pushes i i can't remember if it was after show roll it might have been after show show rolled out this time or if lesnar threw, threw him out another time but like while lesnar is on the outside or no while show is on the outside lesnar then starts yelling at the ref to ring the bell
0: my brother in christ the yeah, big show is, is not happened. in the ring that's no, not how this- he did no it's when he did the second attempt when i think the thing i just okay. mentioned when we pick up the chair again that is when he starts ring the bell
2: uh,
0: yeah yeah he loved it it. brock lesnar has a very has a relatively high-pitched voice for what that face for he, what that body he, and face of his looks like it's like ah! it's like very squawky his voice is very squawky when he starts yelling i i
1: didn't i didn't catch it all that well but i i mean i believe you uh but yeah because but either way like he's got big show back to the outside and he's screaming ring the bell at the rep he's not in the re- that's not how that works oh my god yeah uh, it was also at this point i noticed in the crowd someone with a yo tony sign 2014 tony con felt seen felt whoa. Inspired. okay uh, whoa.
0: so and then what's insane is Brock Lesnar grabs gets another chair for Paul Heyman for reasons I don't understand. Yeah, and Paul then,
1: just got two; he's double packing.
0: The bell just suddenly rings, and well, Brock okay. Lesnar is here's, going. Here's what
1: happened. Uh, for, for first of all, one one other thing I have to point out: what I one thing I will give to Brock Lesnar at this match. So, like, he's t- he's got this single chair that he's beat up Big Show a fuck ton with. And, like, he throws it to the side when show when goes to the outside so he can, like, just, like, manually fist-to-fist, fist, like, fuck him up. Um, and then, but he gets Big Show back into the ring. He goes over to the chair that is now bent because of how many times it's hit Big Show, and he stomps it back into being straight. And, you, okay, it, actually, that's kind of metal. Good. Okay. Kudos to you for that, Lesnar. Right, Matt- but, yeah I, mean, yeah, I I I, I, I literally had... I, I, for like the third time in my notes after that i like in all caps have ringed the motherfucking bell kyota and then he finally like he rings- so big show gets back in what yeah what happens is like big show gets back in and like lesnar has gotten rid of the chair and so mike kyota stupidly thinks no, that's the mike end Chioda
0: of it ri- no mike Kyoto rings the bell while brock lesnar has a chair in his hand
1: well no no no, no, no. but what happens is he so lesnar lesnar's first chair is gone and Kyoto sees that it's gone so he gets big show up and he's checking on big show he's got his back turned to Lesnar the whole fucking time and he's checking on show and of course Paul Heyman throws or throws Lesnar another chair and once that Kyoto is determined that big show's okay then he's like oh, okay yeah I guess we're fine ring the bell and then Lesnar still has a Fucking chair in his hand. Lesnar goes to raise it up, Uh, and then Big Show just pop, bops him. He in the does. Face.
0: He does like the super, like I'm going yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get you. you,
2: as if Big Show just goes.
0: Setting up. He hits him with the world's the WMD knockout punch. Yes. And Lesnar sells this as like he's not knocked out, but he is like woozy, and he's like, Ugh. and he rolls all the way out to the end of the ring, and over to yeah. the barricade. He's like, oh and then big
1: show chases him around
0: throwing him around but he's still like slow he's yeah but he's still slow from the pre-match attack um then big show gets lesnar back in the ring they like fight around in a corner for a minute Big Show goes for another knockout punch. Lesnar ducks him, gets him up for the F five. Everyone acts like this is the most shocking thing they've ever seen. And then Lesnar hits the F five and wins. The match know, is officially like two the, minutes
1: long. He he's all woozy. It executes the F five out of nowhere when Big Show misses a single thing and then Lesnar wins lol. Like what a I shit guess, match. I get like I guess it makes sense because he beat up Big Show, so Big Show's kind of weekend, but oh my fucking god there are few There is. i don't think there is any wrestlers booking that i hate more in this world than brock lesnar's dude holy shit this is like one of the this is one of the reasons that it's very hard for me to like get invested in wwe is because i fucking hate brock lesnar's booking and which kind of make me by extension just kind of hate brock lesnar and everything he stands for as a yeah it's of that company
0: i i'll i'll I, I, like i'll be honest it's real like I also have this hot take of not liking Brock Lesnar or his book, like his booking and thus kind of not like, like for me, it's very much like this is, this isn't even the worst of it yet. Cause he hasn't even broke the fucking streak yet. Like yeah. we're not once even he breaks yet. the streak, it's over. It's we're but fucking like, done. But yeah. like the problem for me with Brock is that not that he is a dominant force, that he's a very boring one in how he dominates. Yes. And like, it was his. It's been his booking the majority of his career now. If you think about it, because he was in WWE full time for two whole years before he left, and then he has been a part timer in WWE for eleven years, and he has spent the majority of that time being the eat, sleep, conquer, repeat guy. So, yeah. like, he there is, is no boring characters his, ma- his matches have been boring, major- mostly boring or forever.
1: Yeah, there's no there's no character of which to speak and like if Brock Lesnar is your jam, I still think he's fucking stupid, but like you know, godspeed. If you if he doesn't need to win you over so much the better. But for someone who has like any kind of skepticism of him, and especially someone like me who knows how Brock has just fucking squashed some of my faves for uh, out of nowhere for dumb reasons just cuz Vince is a boner for the biggest and sweatiest of boys like it, it's just it, there is nothing to win me over it, it convinced him convince me that there's anything like if you're like if you're if you if you have the have the iq of your standard fucking wwe gareth on twitter who somehow <laughs> thinks brock lester is is god's gift to, to pro wrestling like i don't you I know don't,
0: I, i'm not normally here for public call outs but also for- i'm always here to call
1: out gareth fuck that guy like literally it's like this, that that's such an indicator to me of why that guy is so useless to the discourse is because he worships the ground that brock motherfucking lesnar walks on brock lesnar the most boring pro wrestler of all time no compelling character of which to speak he has one cool gimmick in that he's like made super dominant but that gets made utterly useless by the fact like okay everybody memed on cena wins lol and for good reason but jesus christ at least cena hasn't spent his entire career embarrassingly squashing his colleagues like a majority of the time my man has legit matches and also there's an actual character with cena half the time it was a dumb and annoying character but at least it was like at least he leaned in the dorkiness at least he had fucking doctor of fucking hummus going on for him brock lesnar has none of that He's just
0: a guy, and I fucking hate his booking. Jesus, we Christ. we we gotta we gotta we gotta watch some of his stuff when he was in full time to let you see that like Brock Lesnar can be good. Actually, I love him in his original two thousand two to two thousand four run in the company. He was fantastic. He's he was he was similarly booked as like holy shit, this guy is a monster. But like on level he actually had to wrestle actual goddamn matches he yes. had an hour-long iron man match with kurt angle um that's wait he that's had, a, had actual fucking matches and he was really good at it because he's always been both extremely technically gifted and an athletic freak so yes the, and the i thing can that, tell the thing that. that gets me about dominant brock is that he it's not like this is the best he can do for most people who get booked like Brock Lesnar does, that's because that's the best they can do. They don't have the physical ability or charisma to be better than this. Brock does. I know Brock could and be so Brock- much better, but they are they pigeonhole Brock as the super ultimate secret boss who can't, who doesn't wrestle any longer than five and, minutes, and and, and- does three moves yeah and not only that like it's not just that his character
1: is boring is that his booking is an active dis an an active act of disrespect to anyone who has the misfortune of crossing his path like just if you go up against Brock Lesnar and your name isn't Roman fucking Reigns you're gonna be booked like a chump for no um, good fucking reason and and, and, and get nowhere out of it hi kofi kingston lost i remain pissed about you until the end of time
0: yeah it's it's rough going oh right. my
1: god and 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 I, and I this is my first time really seeing brock and ring and i fucking hated it oh my god and and the beat down just still keeps happening and it is still as like, slow yeah it's still
0: as <laughs> slow
1: we're just adding insult to injury cool lesnar has hit big show so many fucking times with this chair that he breaks one and Heyman with the with the fucking uh uh um uh oh shit the gun what's the what's the trope the gun trope uh uh checkoff's gun checkoff's gun che- Heyman with the checkoff's chair just tossed in the second one i guess i guess they anticipated that lesnar was just gonna break the first one don't know how or a third one. I don't know. Maybe the first one was lost or I don't fucking know why the, why the fuck is this still happening? Kyoto gets shoved over like a bitch and it's still, and it's is still going. So and ob- I think once this again- is so
0: obnoxious. This is so ongoing that it JBL switches his position as in the pre-match. Yeah. He largely is like, he, like, you said Jerry Lawler's trying to sell this as Brock Lesnar is afraid to fight Big Show straight up and JBL tries to snarkly. Like, nah, like, nah, fam. No, nah, I mean, I think he's fighting him right now, don't Sound you think? strategy. Like, he tries to play this like a jackass, like a heel jackass. And yeah. by the end of it, he's like, I kind of agree with you, King. This is too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, may, I, I had this in my notes and I think someone on commentary even made this point of, like, at this point, Reverse the fucking call, Kyoto, you goddamn coward. I know well, you get, he didn't could. get knocked out that bad.
0: Well, I mean, he could do that. There is a lot of precedent to that idea. Yes! But, um, but that's the thing. and We talked about this before of wrestling rules, is like they don't consistently apply they apply those kind of rules as is needed for a storyline. it like you need it, like if you need the storyline to be can Shamrock beat the rock, but then you want The Rock to keep the title, then you have Ken Shamrock whoop everybody's ass after the match and then be like, hey, whoa, 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 man. Gotta re- We're re- We are reversing the decision just because you're a jacket, because you act like a jackass. And like
1: also, but- where is my where is my security swarm? No one is no one is coming in to stop this. This is going on for like Five minutes after the match. This is lasting longer than the
0: official match time itself. The, and do you no I, one's doing I, jack? Fuck. When I when I put the time when I built put the timestamps together for this mat for this episode, show, I just mentioned that the match in ring was two minutes long. Uh the length of the timestamp for Big Show V Lesnar, including entrances all the way to when they leave, was 17 minutes long. Oh my god.
1: They wasted 15 minutes on Brock Lesnar hitting the Big Show with a chair. Oh, my fucking God. They build Big Show up for all this, and then Lesnar just, just buries him in, with and a in chair.
0: Class, and in classic Big Show fashion, they built him up as a monster just to put over somebody else.
1: And the worst part is, like, you could actually do something interesting with this, but, of course, Vince didn't have the the brains to book Lesnar as anything, as, like, with any complexity of like exploring his cowardice about fighting big show i guarantee
0: you that after this big show just fucking moves on and and is there is brock has got undertaker on the on the horizon so we are not going to come back to any of that so yeah so we just he was
1: we, we we see no argument against or exploration of the idea that he just kind of was too scared to fight big giant big show and we just don't fucking explore it and then he goes on to not have challenges fighting big scary legends anyway fuck that guy oh my god what a waste of fucking time yeah, I- like I, I get why they're doing this but i i hate it and I hate Brock Lesnar. Austin,
0: what the fuck is? That? I will. I will attempt. I feel like I have to find an arc for you to appreciate Brock Lesnar, so you fully understand my frustrations of like having to see everything else. Yeah, and now with Lesnar,
1: and, and, and like, the worst part is, I know nowadays he gets to play just happy to be here. Calvin. Yeah. Now, now,
0: now really he is. Now he is like. <laughs> North dakotan cowboy, happy good guy Brock. Except and his matches are the exact same as they've always. Oh done. my god! The matches Holy haven't shit. fucking changed. He's just now a baby face and is more I'm, interesting. I'm he cuts gonna his gonna own promos it. and is more interesting as a character. But so the matches are the same. I'm gonna do Roblox, Austin. Oh my god! Oh man, fuck. honestly, oh, I'm kind of. Honestly, oh. I'm kind of mad that Brock Lesnar politic to not have to fight Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania because I need the absolute combination of Bray Wyatt in oh 2023 and Brock Lesnar in 2023. A disaster and a, and of a he, match let you've never seen before. Wait, he politicked not to fight Bray? Are you kidding yeah, me? Bray, yeah, Bray Wyatt w- um, came out on SmackDown and was like, i will challenge the winner of brock and bobby lashley to wrestlemania and brock was like i'm not losing to bobby but i'm also not doing that stupid spooky bullshit so that match ended by brock lesnar kicking bobby lashley in the balls i fucking hate
1: brock lesnar dude holy shit oh my god everything i know about him just makes me angry
0: All right, moving on to the next part of the show. Oh,
1: it's fine. It's fine. We can still redeem ourselves. It's fine.
0: The Royal Rumble match will save the whole thing.
1: Yes. Don't you worry about it. Also, random thought just because toward the end of the Brock Lesnar match, I saw, I caught a glimpse of the WrestleMania sign. Is WrestleMania 30 the one hosted by New Day? No, right? Because they don't promote. Okay.
0: It looks 30. 34. Oh, okay. Nope, 30. Oh God, I got to get these on my head. 31 was in, Sant was in, Santa Clit was in, SoFi, 32 was in Dallas. Third, No, 33 was in Miami, was in Orlando. That is the one they hosted.
1: Okay. And then also like, did they, is, is, is the, um, the Mardi Gras one is the one that, that we watched for the Brody Lee tribute, right?
0: Yes. And that is 34.
1: Okay. That's 34. Okay, cool. I 30 is, al- it,
0: 30 is also in the Superdome in in Yeah, cuz 30 Orleans. looked like the
1: fucking Fleur de
0: Lis. The the
1: logo for 30 yeah. looked like the Fleur de Lis. Yeah, the, 30 like, hey, 30
0: uh, uh, WrestleMania 30, 30 was, was all Yeah. Ma- WrestleMania 30 was also at, in uh was also in New Orleans, but 34 leaned harder into the Mardi Gras aesthetic.
1: Okay, sure. Um yeah, so uh okay, anyway. Um the, the shield, shield the shoulder backstage oh. Shield
0: is just like we have been. We have proven to be the most dominant force in history, and that means we don't make friends easy. And tonight we got twenty seven enemies.
1: Is it just me or is Dean Ambrose going for like a vague New York accent here? Did I? Did you? Are you hearing that?
0: It sounded about. It sounded like his normal voice to me. I mean, okay.
1: I I thought I thought I heard some New Yorkian, like oh, we gonna do this sort of like vague, kind of like like softening up the. The the R's or whatever, like I don't I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just mm-hmm. hearing shit, or maybe maybe Ohio accents are much more different than I sometimes give them credit for. Mm-hmm. um Also, I realize like they're recording this, like they they don't have a camera person there. It's like Rollins. It looks like Rollins holding the camera. Is Rollins recording this on like a selfie stick? Fucking icon. They
0: did they did they did used to have promos that were like grainier. That was more explicitly like they have hijacked a camera and they're sending promos from their phone or whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, but they're like, they're like, you know, we, we, yeah, we have 27 enemies and then there's the three of us. They're all 50. going
0: down. Roman Reigns said, oh, yes, sir. We will that... be the
1: last three standing. Um, and, and, you know, we, we don't, we know that only one of us can come out on top. And when the time comes, we will, we will fight each other till the very end. And only one of us will emerge victorious. But no matter who that is, it will still be a shield victory are they are they trying to have a, a royal rumble win to save the relationship oh no
0: <laughs> all right um i i popped hard i mentioned it i just kind of threw it away there but i popped hard for ah yes sir from roman reigns because that, that used to be like a, that used to be a roman like verbal tick and it is its own way like a oh, meme that he's that's oh. it's all ah yes sir, oh, sir. that's he delightful sta- he hasn't done it since he started doing the tribal chief stuff Oh. I I got good old fashioned like oh yes sir I'm also like, something yeah. that
1: a thought that it took me way too long to have and I only just now like I only just had this thought is like I finally found the perfect way to describe the evolution of Dean Ambrose to you know where he is today the fucking Dean Ambrose to John Moxley evolution is like it's like the epitome of twink death holy shit (laughs) dean ambrose is such a fucking twink dude and it didn't really cross my mind until right until this
2: promo.
0: i i'm not gonna disagree with you that like early wwe john mox uh dean ambrose was kind of a twink he's the twinkiest boy of the entire fucking shield oh my god he's this scrawny little
1: this scrawny little boy uh and, he, and he's and he's got like the the earring and the youthful energy and like kind of he's got the hair the the please rail me in my ass hair and
0: <laughs> now this is a now, man who has not been worn down by the wwe creative machine. true and now um, he
1: is the bariest of bears oh my god J- dean ambrose to john moxley is like you you look in the de- the dictionary find twink death and it's just a picture of of Dean Ambrose <laughs> and Von Moxley side by right. side, man, it's great.
0: Yeah, God
1: so speed, brother.
0: So after Sean, Seth Rollins is like, "Don't worry, we will be a Shield United, no matter what." <laughs> Roman is like, "Hey, yeah, is, you got. I'm he's feeling confident because he knows he's got the winning number." And Dean Ambrose is like, "Hey, okay, then, what's your number?" i'm not gonna tell you what's your number you'll find out later and the dean is like hey i'll say my number if you say yours and roman's like yeah all right then what's your number dean ambrose goes i'm "I'm not gonna tell you my number how do you know i I have two numbers maybe i have all the numbers no i the exchanges i'm gonna i'm not gonna how do you know i don't got two numbers roman goes nobody has two numbers and then (laughs) and then dean goes i got all the numbers man (laughs) It's just <laughs>
1: Royal Rumble. Oops! All Dean Ambrose. His theme just keeps hitting. <laughs> Donna, Donna, Donna for all thirty. <laughs> it'll be like the fucking. It'll be like the first five minutes of anarchy in the arena at, at don last year. Except, except it's the entire Royal Rumble. Just his 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 theme on loop. Oh baby. Oh my God! Uh, so Seth uh, quickly
0: de-escalates from this becoming a bigger argument, and he's yeah. like, "Does it doesn't matter what <laughs> numbers we all drew? There's only one number that matters: Three.
1: Seth is the Believe conflict. Believe
0: in one of the Shield. Cool. Yes. All right. Then yes. we get a Randy Orton interview with Renee. Yeah, I skipped uh, where, this shit. Yes, uh, I watched the entire pay-per-view, so uh. I have the notes on the stuff David didn't watch. So Renette, Randy Orton, he basically is just like, I none of y'all deserve to be champion. I'm going to prove tonight that I deserve to be the world champion. All right, third match of the show that only I watched, Randy Orton versus John Cena for the WWE Championship. Um
2: mm-hmm.
0: The match feels like a harbinger of things to come as relatively quickly the crowd starts chanting for Daniel Bryan.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They, Uh-oh.
0: Randy Orton versus they condition John Cena
1: themselves.
0: Yeah. They chant uh you both suck. Boring. Oh, no. Boring. Oh, no. Orton versus Cena 20 Royal Rumble 2014 is not a good match. And the crowd does no. not care about Oof. it. They care more about Daniel Bryan being in this spot than either of these two men. If you want to know, if you want to know the dire state of this match, they start chanting, We want Divas, which is Oh, January 2014 is not a thing that anyone had ever said before.
1: (laughs) History was made tonight.
0: Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton does his best to play into the crowd for Heat, and the commentary kind of talks around it. They're like, oh man, the WWE universe—they'll just chant anything, won't they? They're crazy. Like,
1: oh my god, they can't god. acknowledge.
0: They can't directly acknowledge you both suck and boring chants, but they're like, ha, ha, our crap, uh, our our fans so passionate.
1: We love our fans, and meanwhile, Vince is in their ear going, "Don't say anything. What the fuck are they doing out there? Get control of this."
0: Yeah. So the match ends when John Cena has Randy Orton in the STF, and then Dick. Uh, The lights go out, the Wyatts have teleported in, and they have distracted Cena to the point where Randy Orton gets up and hits the RKO for the win and retains the title. After that, Randy Orton pieces on out of here, and then after that, Bray Wyatt sends Harper and Rowan into the ring, and Rowan holds up Cena so that he can get hit with a big boot from Harper. Harper gets splashed in the corner by rowan harper hits his big lariat and then it all ends with a sister abigail from bray wyatt we are starting now the road oh, to the john cena versus bray versus wyatt, bray wyatt. At WrestleMania. This, shit.
1: this shit okay
0: fun story i got about this is that okay so at this point in time i was uh but i was pretty young to the Indeed. internet ca- fandom uh at this point i was palling around in the game facts message board forums to talk about wrestling mm-hmm. and this was my f- this the rumors about this match were my first introduction to like dave Meltzer as a rumor because like ah. what rumors had gone around about like what matches were going to happen at the at WrestleMania and Dave Meltzer had reported like before the Royal weeks before the Royal Rumble that they were like he's like they're going to do Cena and Wyatt at WrestleMania and oh, I remember shit. a lot of people including me being like what the fuck that sounds made up that's <laughs> like, what this sounds fake they're not gonna do that what the they're, not do that. they're not gonna do that they're not gonna run that match and then it happened at the Royal Rumble and I'm like holy shit they're doing it
1: <laughs> he's psychic how does he know?
0: Yeah, how, how? How? I didn't know yet that Dave Meltzer was a had a lot of inside sources. Dave in Meltzer is
1: everywhere. Mm-hmm.
0: But the, yeah, the overarching that
1: is, specter that is Dave Meltzer.
0: Yeah, so that match we are setting up for Bray versus Cena.
1: Man, if they if they were planning on running with fucking, um, if, if at this point they you know there was intelligent booking um, at at any point in this uh, relative to Daniel Bryan. And they had run, they had really done something really longer term and interesting with the like Wyatt family um, uh, connection with Daniel Bryan. Mm. This could have been such an interesting thing of like, Bray deciding he actually still respects Daniel Bryan and like clearing the way for him and like clearing the way for him to finally yeah. murder Orton like
0: what also And also been,
1: leading also, into the also, Cena feud like god there's so much yeah, also, like wasted
0: honestly potential. As, as much as John Cena was in, was connected to Daniel Bryan's story it would have been really interesting to see Cena interact with a Bryan who is who is in the Wyatt family yeah like he but was like, he has always been Bray Wyatt he's always been Daniel Bryan's biggest cheerleader in in these last 6 months it would have been interesting to hear him be like like him trying to push bryan to like break out of this yes uh the, god and it there could have and, been... it fe- and it feeds in and it would help feed into bray wyatt's story with w- scene of like corruption and like giving into your worst instincts because it's like i did that with brian you do it you join the family john
1: god uh that would have been so cool oh but this but all of this
0: was not happening on a timeline where the bray wyatt daniel bryan story was given any long term yeah a
1: fucking course not they don't give a shit Ugh. all
0: right after that match we get a tribute video to may young who had passed away yes. a couple we a couple days before this show.
1: 90 years old holy shit yeah dude. It, you know,
0: it's a nice video package uh they yeah talk about it was actually really career. sweet Her career spanned eight decades, which is true. She debuted in 1939. Her last, she officially retired in 2010.
1: So she was 17 years old.
0: That sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Or like, yeah, fuck. Or maybe even 16. God, God damn. Also, I noticed like in the, um, the, they have this, you know, nice, Acoustic b- bittersweet song playing in the background of the whole thing. I noticed the opening lyric to this nice sweet when bitters- we were young the bittersweet acoustic sl- song is oh is that it?
0: I heard that lyric in there. I don't what what did you uh, think? No, I heard
1: I heard she'll tear you apart. That um, could also in, be that, but in a calm acoustic. And I was like, that's funny. Uh, yeah. The as part of the montage, those cowards refused to show us the hand birth, but they did show us clips of the Mark Henry relationship. So you they know, did show
0: enough. her. In, po- in post-coital, yeah, yeah afterglow, smoking the cigar,
1: absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, also, they showed a clip of her taking a fucking Dudley bomb. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, that was a
0: super. That was a super famous moment that she got power-bombed through a table by the Dudleys. Jesus, uh, God, and she and that would have happened in like two thousand and one
1: yeah so she was still like pretty old at that point imagine like your fucking grandma taking a power bomb like that through a table or two hold from a height like goddamn woman she took a bump crazy. and a half in that yeah. one yeah
0: also fun I, I noted this i checked the dates on this actually crazy how this is working out so mm-hmm. in her in her hall of fame speech she talks about how she wants to keep kicking it until she hits her 100th birthday 100th. so you can yep. still be here the day we were we're recording this on march 10th mm-hmm. this episode will release on march 12th which will be may young's 100th birthday no fucking way yep you know what
1: i'm here what what a nice little like su- subtle tribute we've we've snuck in here what a fucking queen i love may young dude yep. she she's delightful uh i all of her antics with moolah are hilarious and May Young seems like much more wholesome content as a real person than Mula was. So, like, we stand, we stand, a queen. Um yep. And and you know what? Re- re- rest easy, Queen. Happy happy one hundredth May. We we fucking love you here at Noobs and Knockouts. We will we we will happily reminisce over that time you gave birth to a hand. any day.
2: Absolutely.
0: So mm. after the after the video. It is a out, a backstage interview with Renee with the new age outlaws. Yes.
1: Uh, uh she she introduces them as the new tag champs and I was like what the fuck and uh Jesse James is like put some respect on our name. I think he's like you need to put a little
0: more stank. He does, on it yeah, he does, and he does, he does the classic um, road dog. He does the classic New Age Outlaws introduction of like the the yes. six time tag team champions of the world, and everyone
1: in the crowd. Pop, you can hear everyone in the crowd popping with it. Yep.
0: Uh, so they show the match from the pre show where it's like Billy Gunn made a sneaky sneak tag to win to get in there and win the match and man
1: i'm so conflicted because billy but also dustin but also billy but also Dustin.
0: yeah so they have so they cut back and renee young is like history has been made tonight to which i wrote road dog said you diddly dad gum right history was made and then they said some shit i wasn't paying attention to it because all i could write was man i really see where austin gunn gets his looks from his dad like yeah in this particular promo especially when he's he's in in profile he looks a lot like a much older austin gun
1: man i'll be honest i'm still very bad at telling the gun brothers apart i'm still really i always have to look Aust- it up
0: austin's the, ta- the tall one
1: austin's the, the tall one
0: taller lankier one than okay
1: Colton. okay i okay i'll try to remember that no promises but i I can see that and he's kind of got the hair like austin currently does yeah he's got Um, the
0: hair the ponytail the the bond yeah also yeah.
1: yeah apparently yeah it's so they made history in that it was 14 years between their title reigns as tag champs uh which is a a wwe record apparently uh, and you know, probably for a reason. I think even Vince himself heard that and was like, "Wait, is that possible?" And then he frantically went to check uh, New that Age old? Outlaws. Yeah, and then he fr- he 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 then frantically went to check his little catalog to find uh, New Age Outlaws' best diffused by date, and he's like, "Shit, shit, shit,
0: fuck." Uh, okay, so this I, swear, I meant to weird. diagnose
1: them with old ages ago. Why yeah, did I even go? So,
0: yeah, so. The Outlaws say they have a victory party to go to, but you, Renee, aren't invited because they are subtly turning heels now. Um, and then, oh, I
1: just kind of figured they were already heels.
0: Yeah, but they're also still doing their pop lines, and it feels like we're still like they didn't outright cheat Wait. to win the tag match, but they it was kind of sketch in the Wait, way they did so it. So we're
1: so we're we're bringing New Age Outlaws back and giving them a nostalgia a nostalgia bait tag team run except we're going to turn them heels and not have them do their pops.
0: No, they're still going to do the pop line, but like, it's like right now, them being their heel actions are they left CM Punk to die to the shield. (laughs) And then they kind of won in a a little bit of a sketchy way in this Matt and tonight, but they didn't necessarily cheat to do it. Yeah. So like, it feels like we're building to them being explicit heels and kind of being part of the authority web with so
1: wild but
0: right now they're still kind of good guys um but so he says but then road dog says billy give her those two words and instead of suck it suck it he goes new champs
1: yes thank right. you billy yes um we get it we, we get a nice little video package of bunch of a bunch of the royal rumble yeah so we get we about. get
0: mini promos from the miz the usos big e fandango batista damian sandow ryback and Rey mysterio i only wrote down a few notes from here most of them I are also generic
1: you yeah. but
0: my notes are fandango calls wrestlemania the big dance
1: the big dance uh,
0: batista says nothing but exactly <laughs> and then ryback is like i didn't get that then Ry, i just thought it was silly but he's like, exactly. Yeah, but what like, the fuck awesome. does that even mean? I don't know, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. It, it gets the people going. <laughs> All right, so, and then Ryback is like, tonight it'll be 29 men and one human wrecking ball. And he's got unlimited energy. And so he's going to win the Rumble. I'm like, oh,
1: stupid. <laughs> oh I okay. know that. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, thank you. Thank you for informing us of that, us of that Ryback. I'm sure you're going to do quite well. Yeah. See, I actually wrote down completely different notes. So I have um I noted the Usos cutting a promo that was kind of similar to to kind of what the Shield was doing in that, like, you know, we're gonna totally be the be the last two, but you know, only one of us can win. But no, no, we'll be happy, we'll be happy if either one of us gets that gets that win. And like, man, all these all these like teams that enter the rumble together cope so hard, pretending like they'll be happy for their teammates winning the rumble. Like, they'll do the fucking, like, it's an honor just to be rumbling. Never, never meme. happened,
0: never will.
1: <laughs> yep, it's an honor just to be rumbling. Um, Fandango, uh, he, he, he went for a joke. I, 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 swear to God, I thought for certain he was gonna go for a joke that he didn't go for. Because he says, um, uh, uh, he's, fuck, he says something to the effect of, um, who is more Who is more fitting to win the biggest dance of them all than Fandango, which I thought drew a very obvious parallel to the ways in which ballroom competitions work, where a bunch of people slowly get eliminated until there's only one left, declared the winner. So I I thought for sure Fondango was about to be here like, this is just like any other ballroom competition. I'll be... F- Fine. I don't uh, expect
0: you, the WB to understand, even know how ballroom competition Yeah, but work. like you had the, you like, if he's gonna
1: be the ballroom dancing guy, make the comparison, you know? Uh, Damien Sandow, I had a good laugh at because this motherfucker's like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I am insane because I seem to believe that I'm ever actually gonna get over in any of these random ass matches that Vince throws me in. <laughs>
0: also, also, In what feels appropriate for a character who is a pseudo-intellectual, I would argue that is an incorrect usage of that idiom because cashing in money in the bank and winning the Royal Rumble match are not so similar that you could argue that, you know, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Yeah,
1: so what what he actually says is like, um, he kind of calls himself insane either way. He's like, I wasted my chances with money in the bank but now i'm going to go into this royal rumble and and win and not waste my chance anymore so he still kind of admits that he's expecting to like do a similar thing but get a different result so oh brother this, this dumb motherfucker uh and then ray mysterio goes to he he talks about you know that that time he entered at number two and survived the longest out of anyone uh but a record, tonight, a record
0: he held until, until this, year this
1: year. yeah, I know. Fuck when, that. when,
0: when Gunta broke
1: boo. the record. I know everybody loves Gunter, but boo, don't he take is, that away from Ray my boy. Is,
0: Ray is still the long. If you want to put some qualifications on it, Ray Mysterio is still the longest surviving winner of a normal Royal Rumble match. Oh. The greatest Royal Rumble, a fifty-person Rumble they did in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, uh, uh, has has a has, took a lot of records away from. It's considered in the Rumble canon, and okay. so like Daniel Bryan, who was the longest in that match, now has the record for longest. Uh, Braun Strowman, who had the most eliminations in the Greatest Royal Rumble, now has the record for oh most God. eliminations in a match. Like,
1: yeah, well, let's that, at this point fuck that let's we'll focus on nobody 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 but, w,
0: nobody but wwe considers the 50 person saudi arabia rumble to be in the royal rumble can yeah i
1: know i know well except for fucking tempest from parts Unknown, Did just to be a jackass my... in the, yeah. yeah but all right <laughs> oh god so good yeah no but but so so ray comments on that and he goes tonight i intend to make history again oh don't worry ray oh you, you will, will. Oh, you this'll will. Be, uh, be,
0: there's something historic that's gonna happen there's here. There's
1: something historic. Oh yeah. Uh, the panel.
0: We got back to that, the panel, and I panel. realized
1: that it was at this point that I realized that the third member, yeah, was hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh god. Who?
0: It, who? It feels like Jim Duggan was appropriate to his character's intelligence as he picks Dolph Ziggler to win the Royal Rumble. Well, well, I'm like, the yeah. That's about that. You're is not fucking
1: is, right. So- so they're exchanging, they're exchanging Royal Rumble winner picks. Uh, and Hacksaw fucking teases the concept of a dark horse that nobody's
0: thinking about. But then says Dolph Ziggler. He's, I mean, that would have been a dark horse nobody's thinking about. This is well, this yeah, is what... but in 2014,
1: when you say that, everybody's gonna be thinking Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel
0: Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan.
1: Fucker. old man uh, uh michael's picks uh cm punk and the entire shield all at the same time and then rick flair pick. and then rick flair old does evolution flair. for life and picks batista batista and it and the crowd doesn't seem to take that very well uh and it, no. he's very indignant at the fact that the crowd doesn't like that rick
0: flair goes fucking crazy rick, and like, yeah it, yeah they try to, to side, they try to
1: side off they try to do like a clean little sign-off of the panel after they, you know, everybody's made their picks, and Flair's going, "What's wrong? What's wrong? I picked Batista. Whoa! What's
0: wrong Ima- with Batista? I think Batista." Imagine watching the pre-show to this pay-per-view and watching them talk for fifteen to twenty minutes.
1: Oh god, I think I, I think I would just kind of die brain death.
0: All right, with the Royal uh, Rumble match. Royal
1: Rumble. Does, I took, I got extensive
0: it. notes to make sure that we got every entrant and every elimination oh, oh, here in the correct I, I order. I took extensive
1: notes too. Uh, one note. I wanna take. Uh, one thing I wanna take note of before the before the Rumble starts. Justin Roberts is, you know, he's announcing the Rumble and explaining the rules for those who don't know. Treat every show like it's someone's first. And we pan across the crowd, and you know
0: who the fuck I noticed in the crowd, Austin, who brit baker dmd holy fuck i miss Britt baker that she probably was there that i looked out. it up it's i in looked Pittsburgh. it up and i'm not and i'm not
1: the only person who noticed it All right, I, hold on. I googled I gotta it see this. i gotta
0: see this yeah so justin roberts is little announcing
2: little
0: and we get a shot of Britt. oh my god yeah looks so different I know,
1: but I caught sight of her. I'm like, "Wait, that looks like Britt Baker." What the fuck? Oh my god. I I, I hope I hope dental school is going well for you, 2014 Britt Baker. I hope you, you are you go, also girl. mad
0: about this pay-per-view. Um, she
1: probably was. She probably right. was. She was definitely one of the people booing, and it's so it's so wild to hear Justin Roberts announcing while seeing Britt Baker on screen, but this is WWE in 2014. <laughs> oh. Holy shit! Uh,
0: honestly, that's less crazy than thinking that remembering that she had a jobber squash match in WWE. Well,
1: yes, but first she was in the audience of the Royal Rumble in 2014.
0: Man, if she was in WWE, they would they could milk the shit out of that. Be like, I was, but a, I was once a fan, and then I you see, wild. like, like. They used to like really hype that edge and Christian were in the crowd at WrestleMania six because that was oh in Toronto. Yes. They would yes. always like, they'd love to show one video, like, see guys, there's them in the crowd right there. They would be do They would do that with Britt Baker Royal Rumble 2014. Oh,
1: easy. They love doing that shit. And I, I love, I love when, when wrestling lampshades, the fact that like their wrestlers grew up as marks. That's one of my favorite character beats in all of wrestling. All um, right.
0: So the first entrant is CM Punk. Uh commentary yes. pointedly avoiding any other winners from number one. They're like they talk JBL is here for the winners at every number stats tonight. And yes. he is like Shawn Michaels won from number one. Does not mention anybody else.
1: Not nobody else. Hmm. Hmm. Funny, uh, funny yeah. is
0: that now funny is that now like WWE a big criticism I've seen of the Royal Rumble in the most recent years, the WWE is like recognizes now the, as like WWE is now kind of milking the idea of like start at one, win the match. Yes. Like it used to be a lot rarer to do that. Not necessarily like it never happened, but like before 2020, it was like Shawn Michaels, Benoit. And if yeah. you want to extend that to the people who won at number two, it's like Ray Mysterio and Vince McMahon as well. Um, yeah, which what the fuck? Yeah, ninety nine Rumble was the whole thing. Um, that
2: sounds dumb.
0: But then in twenty twenty, Edge won from number one, and no, twenty twenty one, Edge won from number one, and Rhea Ripley won from number one this this year. In the yes, women's rumble, like the idea of winning from one or thirty has has like kind of increased in the last five years. Yeah,
1: I know. No one in the middle ever wins now. It's kind of fucking weird.
0: Yeah, so um,
1: anyway, yeah. Also as of shout, now, shout there are,
0: as of now in classic WWE, I'll tell you, we gotta phrase frame it phrase it like they do in the video in the Royal Rumble by the numbers. Two superstars have won from the number one position, including Shawn Michaels.
1: <laughs> oh, that's such a perfect way to put it. I love, how, I love how they have to tiptoe around Benoit's existence all the time. Um, uh, also, R.I.P. to the fact that this is um, uh, this is the last time Call of Personality will be played in a mainstream wrestling company, and it's being played at a major pay per view uh, with nobody at all having any idea that this would be the last time they would hear it. Uh, good thing I have no idea what that feels like. Oof. Oof. Uh, if i had
0: a nickel yeah so number two is seth rollins uh the yes. shield shield is a major plot beat of the entire match yes which, honestly i appreciate i think that part of this royal rumble i enjoyed that is also the shield it, being the the dude yes
1: oh i i i agree also, it's funny to me that Rollins was the first to was the first to come out because as as workhorse and- of
0: the workhorse of, of the of the of the Shield.
1: Absolutely, and as far as I know, he and Punk have like real life heat, so that was like ah, that's fun. I don't um, know if they
0: had heat yet; might know. have happened. I don't know. All I
1: know is that Rollins doesn't seem to like Punk very much anymore. Um, might uh, might have been
0: might have been due to later like punk after quitting might that might be where that stems from i don't know i I thought
1: he said something about him as not being like a generous word i don't fucking know anyway um uh also shout out to the to the to the woman in the sign who is fully in the tank for cm punk and has a cm punk gts with me sign
0: i'm glad also calm yourself over there but also i'm glad that (laughs) you in particular got to be here for this match yeah. you oh in the yeah in the crowd yes um,
1: yes that so oh yeah we'll, we'll talk about it but yes the first um, two
0: minutes is a really good back and forth they're we're gonna match oh, out here, brother uh number three is damien sandow
1: yeah damien sandow's
2: like
0: i'm here too yeah they. think damien quickly jumps in on punk there were him and rollins are trying to get punk out punk fights them both off he hits his really cool combo move where he's got uh rollins a neck breaker and Damian Sandow and a Det, and he hits them both at once.
1: Yes, that was and fucking then, sick.
0: Uh, entrant number four, Cody Rhodes, and yes. the, well, the Rhodes re- Scholars sorry, sorry. explode. Sorry,
1: first first real quick. Um, there after after Punk does that double move on the two of them, Sandow and um, um Sandow and Rollins are teaming up to to try to get Punk out as kind of retribution i think uh william shakespeare put it best when he said misery acquaints a man with strange bedfellows uh mm-hmm. seeing rollins team up with damian fucking sandow is a, a weird thing rollins to see was,
0: oh. rollins was really desperate until about the middle of this this match to find friends
1: yeah oh my god this poor man he's he's just try he's just with everyone but punk he will do, he will do work with everyone but punk in this yep. fucking match um also i love how inevitably out of sync the crowd always gets with battle royal entrance listen countdown. it's like they hard. always end up
0: just just slow the pace a tiny bit you'd think they've there they is, a, there, at some is a, point. Di- there is a minute difference between when the number pops on the screen and when the crowd has time to see it acknowledge it and say it
1: uh, i feel like anyway. we did better about that with the royal rampage but uh, you know neither here nor there um, anyway
0: number four is cody rhodes
1: yes uh, oh hey oh we got one person sh- already showing up with this match who appeared earlier in the night and lost yeah so Ooh. like that
0: clearly that's Ooh. fine you know Ooh. yeah foreshadowing of course so it's the Rhodes scholars explode again as yes. cody and Damian sandow go at it. cody rhodes hits the crossroads uh rollins goes after cody before he can throw sandow out but then Punk back body drops Sandow, and Sandow right. is out. Elimination number one. Yeah. Oh, less my than God. Two yeah. minutes.
1: Yeah. Definition of insanity, Sandow. You thought you, you, once again, you you thought you were worth fucking anything in this company. Get out. Get your clown ass out of here.
0: Yep. Oof. So then, it, it, Punk and Cody are now double teaming Rollins. Now it is the, yes. the turn. The table has indeed turned. Oh, um, baby then number five comes out by god it's gotta be kane yeah his uh, best also, business slacks something i
1: noticed is like as the count i noticed a few people like during the countdowns doing the yes arms oof oh, uh yeah oh. Cor- corporate kane is corporate kane is here we see him like freshly taking off his his clean white button up um Oh, man, how the mighty fall. Corporate is, Kane is such is a This is
0: certainly dweeb. a gimmick. So, this is,
1: oh my God. Kane,
0: yeah. Kane comes in and immediately attacks Cody and Punk. Then Kane goes for the choke slam on Punk. Punk hits a roundhouse kick and tosses Kane out of the ring. Immediately. Number two, Kane, Kane is also immediately Kane, gone. who has
1: 38 eliminations in the Royal Rumbles by that point, second only to HBK's 39, and Punk dutes him like that. Oh how the mighty fall. Uh but then walk. Number 6 walk. Sure enough. Rusev.
2: It's Rusev, Day!
0: Rusev Matska. Yes. Alexander Rusev as this year's NXT special preview member of the Royal Rumble. Absolutely. As he is here. He has got his full name. He isn't wearing boots.
1: I know. It's, he,
0: it, this is, this is er, as early days Rusev as you're going to find.
1: He's got hair?
0: Yeah. So, so
1: bizarre to not see him bald. Roll, um, Rollins
0: Rose Rusev basically is, goes to town on everybody. He doesn't limit yeah. anybody, but like they're, they're trying to sell this guy as a monster in NXT. It is
1: funny. It is funny because like Rusev, like Rollins gets thrown to like the to, gets thrown to the apron and so for the briefest of moments in ring we have just Rusev, Cody Rhodes and CM Punk out here with the most time sensitive AEW precursor ever like all these men will exist in AEW at the same time, but not for, not for very long
0: small period of time. Yes,
1: and then hey, Jack Swagger. In
0: AEW together.
1: Jack Swagger comes out he too.
0: Likes that his hat except um, he
1: doesn't have a hat right now, so I don't care. So and number Zeb seven Coulter.
0: is jack Swagger. And Zeb Coulter, okay, I didn't mention it, but he started coming out with picket signs. The picket and <laughs> This time, his picket sign says, every 90, 90 seconds, seconds, another illegal sneaks across the border. And wouldn't don't that worry, make... guys. This has a planning and payoff later. Oh,
1: I know. But also, wouldn't that
0: make... Because that's
1: clearly a racist-ass Royal Rumble joke. Wouldn't that, in that joke, make Swagger one of the illegals?
0: I don't know if he even thought that far about that. <laughs> but that's but clearly like every uh, every
1: 90 seconds while well, it's been 90 seconds and Jack Swagger's here guess he's another illegal crossing the proverbial border Listen,
0: Zeb! Zeb, Zeb didn't think that through. Don't even worry
1: he, about it. Of course it. he didn't think that through. So the uh, former
0: world champion, Jack Swagger, <laughs> is yeah. here in this match. Oh, uh, I'm sure he's he immediately hits like the Swagger bomb where it's like he runs up the ropes and the, he runs up the ropes and then slant, splashes down backwards onto both Rollins and, and Cody. We get a big Swagger v. Rusev face-off that is... Yeah, people pissed- are like yeah. popping for that. Big boy's doing big boy things. That'll okay. be a fe- that'll be a feud in a couple years over the U.S. Oh. title. So okay. well, that's, interesting that's preview nice. there. Rollins, Swagger, and Cody, three-on-one Rusev. Like, because they got to get this guy yeah. out of here, man. Yeah,
1: they got to. He's so scary. Everybody, everybody's got to team up to do Rusev. Uh, number which number
0: is... eight. Yes. SOS. I hear them shouting SOS. I hear them crying. It is Kofi King. Kofi! Yes! My goodest boy.
1: That made me so happy. No,
0: still got the Jamaican theme. Let's go. Oh,
1: he's still Jamaican at this point.
0: He's no longer fake Jamaican, but he still has the music.
1: He oh, didn't okay, the yeah. the theme
0: toward the new day.
1: Yeah, what when when does new day happen by the way? Cuz we have the elements all here
0: it that is late 2014 early 2015
1: oh okay so by the end of this year new day will kind of start to happen that's awesome um Mm -hmm. yeah fucking at this point i noted like oh my i I had a note of like oh my god the timing the the like imprecise timing is so egregious because oh you know that huh (laughs) yeah like obviously yeah but this like I swear to God, when Rusev came out, like, it was, it was, like, a decent amount of time before Swagger came out, and then Swagger came out, it was, like, absolutely no time until Kofi came out, at least as far as I kind of felt, like, happened, Mm -hmm. like, it felt like there was way, there was way more time in between Rusev and Swagger than there was between Swagger and Kofi, I was like, oh my God, it's so egregious.
0: Yeah, so Kofi. Uh, no, no, I know. Kofi forward rolls into the ring and immediately like flying clotheslines Punk, and I was like, "That's yes. cool as fuck." That was so cool. He's I,
1: so cool. I love.
0: Yeah, so, cool. so Cody tries to throw out Punk. Swagger tries to throw out Rollins. They get super close. There, there, cats are being skinned tonight. Uh, that is that is a term, oh my for when God, we, I know. That's a term that is a term for when wrestlers are hanging by the rope, hanging over the ropes, hanging like that, hanging above the the ropes. It's hard to describe this motion. Yeah, no. Well, hanging on the rope, it's hard yeah, you a, not fall to the floor.
1: Yes, because in order to get eliminated, you need to go over the top rope so that you grab onto one of the ropes and you dangle your feet just above the floor so that you can return from you can return back into the ring unscathed. It's a it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um yeah, and and uh and soon enough, fucking
0: Gold Dust Dustin Rhodes is here nah, too. That's not it. Oh, number not nine a, is Jimmy Uso. Jimmy oh. Uso comes Oh, oh I didn't it's take number note of nine oh, Jimmy Jimmy I forgot to take note of
1: Jimmy Uso. Shit. Oh no.
0: Sick. Well, Jimmy Uso comes in hot with a backpack slam to Rollins. Backpack slam is when you grab a guy like it's grab a guy like through his arms in such a way that is it's like you would yeah you're like yeah it's like yeah you position a guy like you would position a backpack on your back and then just drop him that's yeah it's sick
1: shit it's sick shit
0: anyway he is just he is chopping everybody he is getting in there i wrote cody fighting the bloodline as far back oh oh shit
1: it's Long-term storytelling, man, in WWE. Let hey, me tell Jimmy,
0: you, Jimmy Jimmy Uso almost throws Cody out of the ring. I was ready to make a bloodline joke. The Jimmy throwing me. out Cody. Absolutely. Yeah, but instead, Cody survives, and then, then number ten out comes gold Dust.
1: Out comes gold dust uh, out, Oh, another another loser from earlier tonight coming into the Rumble. Oh, baby, I can, I can, I can hear Rise of the Valkyries on the wind.
0: The third, we are a third of the way through the rumble. Now we got 10 men in here, uh,
1: 20 more chances to get Daniel Bryan in here. Let's go. Yeah, of course. And you can feel the crowd getting, you can feel the crowd getting more tense every time
0: I wrote. I noted when they started chanting for Daniel in the middle of the match here. Um, but Goldust comes in, they're all fighting it out. And then eventually Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, and Kofi Kingston all work together to throw Rusev out of the ring. Like number I said, th- elimination number 3.
1: Everybody working together to get Rusev out of here, which is like great way to sell that like he's big scary monster who needs a whole lot of like manpower to force him out of anything. But also eliminating third feels like it cheapens that effect just a little bit.
0: Don't worry, then they will also hand him the idiot ball as as uh okay, Punk knocks Kofi off the apron and he lands into rusev's arms so rusev instead of just dropping kofi he takes kofi carries him over to the barricade lays him down knees him in the stomach and then leaves
2: yeah something i didn't
1: realize something i didn't realize is that kofi has always been doing the meme where he finds ways of not getting, li- I assume that was only like once new day started up. I didn't no. realize that's every single fucking time he's been in the Royal John Rebel.
0: Morrison did it in 2011. And then after he left in that same year, Kofi Kingston became that guy in 2012. Oh he my became God. that guy to like do this every time. And this every is one of time. the more contrived ways he got there because yes. there is no logical reason why alexander rusev would just lay him on the barricade and leave him there instead of just dropping him like a sack of potatoes and eliminating him
1: this is true but i present you with two counter arguments the first one being i kind of just think everyone becomes a little stupid in the royal rumble because if you really pay attention you see so many moments where like Uh, someone is like in the middle of attempting to eliminate another guy and then they'll just kind of like stop and get distracted. Even though if they just persisted a little more, they totally could have like also people just also people just run over
0: and stop eliminations for no reason that you could discern. I had a couple of instances of that in this match, but yeah, whatever. So,
1: So counter argument one is like, everyone's a little fucking stupid in the Royal Rumble. Counter argument two is that it's totally fucking worth the fact that it doesn't make any goddamn sense because Kofi gets up, walks the barricade and jumps back into the ring. Holy
0: shit, that was such a sick spot. It was pretty cool and unlike a lot of the Kofi elimination spots, he actually is allowed to stick around in the match for a lot while longer.
1: I know. I know, and even gets kind of a second, uh, second spot like this later that that will get a, back from to a From
0: a constructive, from a, you know, from a constru- structural perspective, I understand why they usually do Kofi the way they do it, because basically what they usually do is, like, he gets back in the ring and is almost nearly immediately eliminated. And the reason for that is because it is an inbuilt safety mechanism if the spot goes wrong that like if for if he like they have to stick to the rules of the match so if kofi mm-hmm. fucks up something trying to not fall on the floor then that's, it, needs to, it needs to be it needs to be like no harm done to the match
1: yeah yeah you man i wonder kofi, if that's like... like
0: kofi can't be a important person in the match because if he is then you are risking that a huge element of the match that you plan for can't work because he fucked up
1: I wonder if that is like doomed him from ever being able to win the Royal Rumble.
0: Kind kind of maybe I think a little bit, but also kind of like what happened this year where they tried to do they tried to make the bit where he like falls into the announce table and instead Kofi just went head first into the announce table, gave himself a concussion and fell to the floor. Oh no. That's what happened this year. So they Uh-oh. completely fucked that up.
1: That's unfortunate. That's a, that's a that's an awful way to break that streak, dude. Holy shit!
0: Yeah,
1: I love I mm-hmm. love the Kofi the Kofi survives elimination spots, man. God damn. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, um, number eleven
0: so, Dean Ambrose.
1: Yeah, something I do find kind of funny is like so Rollins entered from the crowd because that's how the Shield enters. Ambrose enters from the. Uh, uh, just the, just the is, fucking ramp. He decided ramp. to go, he um, decided
0: to go hang out in Gorilla, because that'd be the quickest way to get in the match.
1: Which, considering how he the fact he he that he nowadays... He can't, get down, he
0: can't, Dean Ambrose can't get down to the ring in two minutes if he climbs, if he goes down the stairs. He's gotta come from the ramp.
1: That, uh, yeah, okay. But, like, I do find it funny that nowadays Moxley is always walking through the crowd, but, like, in this case, no, Ambrose is the one that walks through the crowd. Waka waka. Um, uh, da 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 yeah fucking so so ambrose is here um and i don't know more shit happens i didn't run down a whole lot of spots in I, between here i
0: there were yeah i i tried to keep track of some things but like a lot of rumble spots are just like we're all just kind of punching each other until it's yeah really it's kind spot. of a
1: flurry for a little while it happens
0: um, uh but i will up, say a cool thing that swagger almost he got swagger had like gold dust in like a gut rinse suplex spot he's basically got him cradled and he almost threw him out of the ring that way until Kofi stopped. And oh, I was like, shit. that's pretty sick. I, can't,
1: I don't know if I remember that. But that and then uh, number 12. Oh, no, I do. Yeah.
0: Here comes Jim Duggan's pick. He's here <laughs> to show the world. It's Dolph Ziggler.
1: You know, to be fair, Ziggler comes in like a fucking firecracker and the, grou- and the crowd goes nuts. Let's is-
0: go Ziggler chance.
1: Dude, is Ziggler like over right now? He still
0: is just a little bit over.
1: The crowd kind of went big for him. I was, I was, I was a little surprised and we confused, but you know, what good for him. We
0: hadn't all gotten sick of Dolph Ziggler yet. Eh. He is still he 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 still could be a top guy. They just WWE just got to commit to it. They don't eh, definitely commit to it, right? I mean, definitely
1: commit to it. He,
0: he's any he, they have mm-hmm. such a
1: good track record with committing to pushing the mid carters that are actually over.
0: Yeah. Okay. Speaking of like, why did you stop an elimination? Dean Ambrose has Dolph Ziggler hanging onto the apron, skinning the cat and Goldust stops Dean from doing it, from yeah. finishing that elimination.
1: And then just Ziggler survives. Walka, Swagger walka. also,
0: Swagger gets double teamed by Kofi and Punky also is like, almost gets eliminated. But then number 13, what's uh, up? What's up? Truth! What's up? Truth. Truth is here! Yeah! Arthur is here. I wrote punk is almost eliminated in the middle of the entrance.
1: <laughs> oh shit. I can't remember if I if I caught that or not. I didn't make note of it, but oh shit. Oh then, my god, I love the flurry. Our truth uh, is truth... here.
0: What's up, guys? And What's the shield up? says, fuck you, fuck this. They beat the shit out of him immediately, and then Dean immediately. dropped him out of out of the off the apron, out of the ring. Elimination number four.
1: Immediately eliminated. Worst Royal Rumble, fuck this, no stars,
0: negative stars, fuck Uh, this, fuck you, fuck all of you. I think there's a quick elimination later that might balance this out. Uh, And then, also, Rollins has Jimmy Uso set up on the top rope, and Dean Ambrose pushes Jimmy Uso out of the ring for elimination number five. Yes. Went, thank god both usos weren't in the ring at the same time
1: yeah jay didn't even get a chance to show up yet and and jimmy's gone i was i was i was waiting to see if they do the the uso brother tension um also a great spot of another another kind of near elimination for kofi that i really liked There was this great spot where like uh swagger gets oh, Kofi this over the top. Spot. yeah swagger gets kofi over the top rope kofi grabs on but except Kofi's still facing the ring. So he's not on the outside. He grabs onto a rope um, and he sticks his feet well, he onto also... the apron.
0: Well, the important thing is that Swagger is trying to boot Kofi out of the ring and Kofi catches the boot and holds to the boot and even well, yeah, pulls that... the shoe off of Swagger. No, 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 no. So that's what I'm
1: saying. So, so Kofi grabs the ring and he plants his feet onto the apron. And Swagger starts trying to boot him. So and and but Kofi's still holding on. So Swagger's trying to boot Kofi, and Kofi's like hanging horizontally off the apron, getting booted by Swagger, but still holding on. And then yeah, he grabs onto Swagger's boot. Swagger tries to pull away. Kofi fucking keeps the boot. Swagger staggers back with like his sock exposed. Kofi and Kofi Kofi, Kofi-, Kofi was hanging off the apron
0: kofi was hanging on by the bottom rope by his ankles
1: yes that was such as like holding fucking kofi horizontal like that holding just barely holding on and then him taking swagger's boot oh it's
0: and so, then swagger so and then swagger comes to knock kofi out and kofi hits swagger in the face with his own boot <laughs>
1: I missed then, the payoff to that, but that's so good. Yeah, number well, 14. well then CM Punk has been having far too good a time in this match, which can only mean one thing.
0: Walk it to walk it Kevin to Nash wah-wah. is here got to ruin the it, NW... motherfuckers! The, un- the NWO theme hits, and Kevin Nash is here.
1: Oh my god. Apparently Nash and is then... the longest reigning WWE champ of the 90s, which is bizarre to he me
0: was he was a champion for over a year from late 94 to late 95 he is famously one of the lowest drawing wwe champions of all time
1: oh oof oh ow oh geez top oh, guy no.
0: diesel run failed spectacularly
1: <laughs> you know i've heard, heard that before but i was never i'd never really heard why oh i didn't know it was he couldn't because he could basically because
0: and that, and if you want to know why that happened, is because one, he never fought anyone interesting, and two, the WWF took Mister McCool Guy Diesel and tried to fit him closer into their classic top good guy mold.
1: Oh ew ew! Why would you do that? Okay, well that would explain why I've never fucking heard of Kevin Nash being the longest reigning champ of the '90s. Ouch. Yep. No. Um. But yeah. It-
0: Co- Na- swagger nash runs in immediately knocks swagger out of the ring for elimination number six um Ooh. and then nas decides to fight the shield
1: <laughs> yeah sure why not hey uh the bodyguard thing is my stick get out of here
0: yeah uh then number 15 roman reigns believe in the roman shield reigns. yeah reigns is, reigns is here in the crowd goes
1: mild.
0: They'll get into him later. Uh, so Roman Reigns gets in the ring, hits the drive-by kick to Cody, which is an ap- a drop kick onto the apron. And then he spears Cody. And then we Roman and Kevin Nash look like they're about to square up. And Kofi instead, Kofi runs in to hit the trouble in paradise kick. Roman grabs him midair, hoists him over the top rope, out of the ring, elimination number seven and number one for Mr. Reigns tonight. ziggler decides ziggler decides that he is gonna get involved here he jumps on roman's back tries to attack him roman says spear get the fuck out and again this gets a
1: fucking pop dolph ziggler is getting a bigger pop than roman reigns what a fucking
0: time man only in 2013 could this 2014 could this happen uh ziggler but Spear to Ziggler, picked to up, Ziggler. thrown out, elimination number two. Then Kevin Nash runs head first into Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns leans down, pulls down the top rope. Big Sexy falls out of the ring. Elimination number nine, elimination Wait, number three for Roman wasn't, Reigns.
1: I thought maybe I'm crazy or maybe I just wrote my notes out of order. Didn't he eliminate Kofi first?
0: Yeah, I guess I, I, I said Co- he. Oh. I said he threw Kofi out, then Ziggler, then. Kevin oh,
1: then Ziggler. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I because I had of course Roman Reigns, the Killjoy Yeats, Kofi, uh, and then the, man, the way he ducked Nash's move, he the Nash's topple over was the most unconvincing shit I've ever seen, and the best part is, so he goes over the top, and commentary's like, ah, Kevin Nash is eliminated, and then but he starts to skin the cat, and commentary's like, no, never mind, he's holding on, and then he just drops maybe wall, like, and then he drops, and they're like. And they're like, "Okay, guess he's alive." I don't,
0: I don't think Kevin. I think Kevin Nash is too tall to skin the cat. (laughs) I don't think he he can do that without touching the floor.
1: And he's like, "Oh no, never mind." Okay, bye. All
0: right, the the Rhodes brothers see that Roman Reigns is now the biggest threat in this match, and tries to eliminate him, but Seth Rollins saves the day for him. And yes. then entrance number sixteen—it's the great Kali, everybody.
1: Yeah, sure,
2: yeah. So the shield
0: see the shield see Kali coming, and they decide they were going to coordinate this. We're going to yes. three on one this guy. Kali fights off the fucking shield for a few minutes.
1: I know. I'm like, get him, fucking get him, Kali. Kick their asses. Don't let him get away with
0: this. And shit. then ah
1: Superman Ooh, uh... punched
0: a Kali. He's now in the ropes. Nope. All three members of the Shield pick Kali up and throw no, him. No, I said, out. get them. Don't let them
1: get you. No. All right, better luck next time. That though.
0: is now the fourth elimination for Reigns and the 10th of the match.
1: Yes, yes. And then... So the,
0: Ro- the Rhodes Brothers step in. They're they're leaning back into like Rhodes Brothers versus the Shield because that was such a long-running storyline. Uh, yes. Goldust has Ambrose on the ropes. He runs at Ambrose. And Cody, ha- Cody is on the apron. Ambrose moves out of the way, and Goldust accidentally knocks Cody out of the ring for the 11th elimination of the match.
1: Malfunction no Junction, what's your
0: function? And this is a payoff to they were talking on commentary how, like, twice before, Cody Rhodes has eliminated Goldust from the Royal Rumble. Oh, and shit. now, Goldust has now eliminated Cody Rhodes. Oops, Oops. And then before Goldust even has time to be like, what the fuck did I just accidentally do? Roman picks him up. You're gone. Elimination uh, number five oops. for the I big get, dog.
1: I get the funniest feeling the Brotherhood tag team ain't going to last much longer.
0: So that is 12 eliminations now. The ring has quickly cleaned out. It is now just yeah. the Shield and Punk are the only people left in the ring.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I it's at this point I like kind of start to realize... I've been kind of, like, losing track of Punk in this match, and I think, like, he just kind of starts to spend most of this match just curled up in a ball in the corner.
0: Yeah, the worst part about, like, Iron Man, Royal Rumble people, the people who spend the longest time in the match, is the vast majority of them, because of of a practicality thing, most of them just kind of spend the match huddled in corners and just try avoiding elimination they don't do a whole lot of interesting stuff um yeah
1: i know i know um but then entrant number 17 uh 17
0: it's seamus he had a he had a torn labrum apparently from back in july and he's he's back
1: oh hey well that's that's very nice for him um he
0: he fights off the shield he hits all his big moves on him he hits the 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 beats of the belfry on ambrose yeah okay
1: Um, holy shit i don't know if i've ever seen this move from him but he like he gets his he gets like he gets ambrose held he cracks them on the apron with their arms trapped in the ropes with their arms trapped and he starts wailing his fist on ambrose's chest and the sound it makes holy fuck my chest hurts watching that yeah, well, that's because
0: you know, he's legitimately just punching you in the chest really hard. That
1: sounds horrifying. And, and then he, like, kind of tosses... It used to,
0: yeah, it used to be called the 10 Beats of the Belfry, but now he just does it more. Like, when he's like now with his match, he, and he tags with, like, uh, the Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre, he just does it. He, he stops when he stops. He'll get up to, like, 20 or so now. Yeah,
1: why not? Why not? Um so he, he kind of pulls like...
0: up dean's shirt so he, i know he, dean has a dean wears a compression shirt
1: so and he oh pulls up his shirt
0: and hits his bare chest
1: young john moxley is so like lanky and 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 and, and scrawny and ripped what the fuck? this is such mm-hmm. a different look for him
2: mm-hmm. oh my god and then
0: seamus hits the iris curse backbreaker on rollins and then the bro kick to Roman. But Sheamus is a big dum-dum who can't lift Roman up to throw him out of the ring. And so Dean and Seth have enough time to stop him.
1: Yeah. Uh it's they they're they're not they're not coordinating the best at this point. The the shield is not on
0: the same page. Oh no, yeah. So then number eighteen is the Miz. Uh, yep. He does nothing of note unless Mm-mm. you, unless you wrote anything, but then number oh. 19 is Fondango. They yes. are Fandango in Pittsburgh. You yeah. can hear him. Uh, Fondongo goes at Miz. You know, they had a feud and very nearly he Fondango gets thrown out, but Seamus for reasons stops the Miz from eliminating Fondongo. But also, so... I
1: noticed Fandango puts up a decent fight too. Fandango keeps getting booked like weirdly strong, and I don't. Hasn't, fully... They haven't
0: relegated him to complete comedy jobber just yet.
1: <laughs> what well, it's it's so bizarre to me that he got to be anything more than than weird comedy jobber ever. Because it feels like that. It feels like this character is designed to do exactly that why how did he ever get a push um but also uh it's kind of great that he did get a push and i'm and i almost am sad that like he just kind of then fizzled out and disappeared no one knows where the fuck he is anymore
0: uh impact wrestling if you were oh he's in impact right now you know what i had he is dirt he is dirty dango and he is an assistant to santino no way wait real shit correct yes i watch impact (gasps) that's what he's doing right now
1: oh my god that's so good oh that makes me happy
0: Mm -hmm. all right so this is when i first heard the daniel bryan chants i'm like oh no
1: oh i didn't know i didn't notice
0: anyway at number 20 you hear the los matadors music and they're like who the fuck which one of them is it gonna be i I was like
1: oh these guys
0: yeah, and then it's fucking El Torito.
1: El Torito, the little, the, the little person bull, uh, the little bull man. Decor. Yeah, uh, he runs in and he's fucking guns a blazing, uh, and everyone kind of clears out of the way. And at this point, Punk kind of stumbles to the center of the ring and he looks at he looks down at El Torito with the most condescending look he can uh he can muster which punk is kind of sending toward little people what the fuck he does um, he
0: does the thing like the trio starts charging up because he's a yeah boy, and is he, I
1: mean, he th- kind of like actually successfully hits a few people before he kind of gets he does up he, and...
0: he does he like hits the he hits some lucha shit on rollins and miz yes that uh, was so sick but so he charges up at punk and punk does the thing you do with shorter people with people who are shorter than you and just puts his hand on him, Ugh. and. But but, Punk fucks around on this and finds out when yeah. Torito gets out of it and hits him with a tilt-a-whirl slam and almost throws him out of the ring. Yes. threat, And then Fandango picks Torito picks up and up. threatens to throw him out. And then Torito, he recovers and he does some lucha moves and he knocks Fandango out of the Is ring. Is that okay? What 13. the fuck?
1: What the fuck is that? A Rana? Like when you get your when the per- when you get your legs around the person, you do kind of like the you're hanging upside down, but then you flip them down and you land on your feet. Thing is that a I Rana the, or what is that?
0: I believe the difference is a Hurricane Rana. You fall away from where they land, where the person okay. lands. A Hurricane Rana, and if you fall f- towards where they land, it's a head scissors. I believe that is the
1: difference. okay, okay, but but. What Tarito is not
0: For people who don't know what we're talking about, if you've watched any movie with Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, the oh. thing she does with the head, with the thigh moves to people's spin around. Yeah. That's like that. that yeah that's a hurricane rana slash head scissors. Okay, so that on. is
1: Rana. I've learned I I have gotten so good mm-hmm. at terminology. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, so fandango hits eats a fucking Rana from Torito and then gets
0: eliminated
1: from eating that
0: Rana. By El Torito. By El Torito. El Torito
1: gets a has a cannon royal rumble elimination. And even fucking commentary seems dumbfounded by this fact. I think that's so good. So then
0: Torito flies too close to the sun. Yeah, and, and Roman Reigns the killjoy. He tries to springboard onto Roman Reigns. I wrote I wrote what I wrote was Torito springboards right into Roman's loving arms. And then <laughs> Roman just press slams him out of the ring.
1: Yeah, so Roman Roman the Killjoy has has eliminated Kofi Kingston and El Torito. Jesus Christ. No wonder this guy could ever get over. He doesn't like fun.
0: So that's the sixth elimination for Roman, 14 total number 21 it is antonio cesaro and like i said planning and payoff to Zeb's sign as we get the other half of it you could time it yourself yourself. but they they
1: stole your watch watch. zeb being both racist and meta Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we love it we love a good twofer uh cesaro so cesaro comes in like a fucking Thunderbolt and and, immediately... Cesaro, and
0: Cesaro like a couple at a bar decides to start swinging
1: <laughs> absolutely Cesaro grabs Miz swings him and then throws him away then grabs Rollins and starts swinging Rollins and then just keeps this swinging cool Rollins fuck, this was
0: swings insane Rollins for so long the countdown clock goes by and he doesn't stop yes. until the next countdown clock ends yes holy
1: shit dude that i almost feel bad for rollins that must have been brutal to to eat oh my it's god like, who,
0: mother like uh, rollins i hope you don't get dizzy hope you don't yeah. get sick on, on i know. On roller coasters or anything because you're going <laughs> for a ride
1: you're going for a fucking ride and then at number is this 19 22
0: at 20, 20, oh, 22 22 jesus uh, 22 number 22 luke harper luke yeah harper,
2: yeah
0: dick! dick uh cesaro monkey flips rollins to the apron by the way in the background of this entrance and he and but then cesaro gets speared by the big dog roman reigns uh,
2: for the big dog.
0: harper yeah. just comes in and starts hitting people he doesn't hit any, do anything significant to start uh, yeah, 23... everyone, everyone keeps
1: everyone keeps making the very silly mistake of trying to hit the dude with major pl- uh, plot armor. I mean, you got you got to yeah you got to not do that, guys.
0: Yeah. So number twenty three, Jay Uso is here now. Yeah.
1: Fucking took him long enough. His brother's long gone at this point.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Luke Harper almost throws out Punk, but Punk survives yet again. Yes. Uh, and it's at this point, commentary is talking about like throughout this match, JBL has been mentioning like. Royal Rumble winners who won at particular numbers as they count, yeah,
1: out. literally every time a wrestler comes out almost every time jbl's like, uh, you know, ex wrestler had won at this spot this many years ago, um, yeah,
0: and at this it is at this point at when he mentions twenty three is Jerry lawler is like, well, is well he he bring he's like, well, has every number?" won the Royal Rumble at this point? And then JBL says no, and he lists off like five or six numbers that have never yeah. won from the Royal Rumble. Six, and then Cole... Seven. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go look up the list. Yeah. But, and then Michael Cole decides to start snarking at JBL for being a big fucking nerd who yeah. dared to do research. I,
1: You know what? No, I'm here. I'm here for making fun of it. JBL's a total fucking dweeb for the Rumble.
0: And that all and leads then... into entrance oh, 24 god. somebody hit the stock market um, oh
1: god damn it
0: bell jbl
1: oh, is number 24 god. yeah
0: honestly, uh, was honestly this was this hilarious was, this so, one is
1: pretty fucking great this is
0: my opinion for like it makes up for the r-truth one because oh, jbl he says nothing he gets up from the booth he takes his he is still in his fucking suit and tie. his whole suit <laughs> He gets in the ring and then he turns around and demands that Cole take his sport jacket from him. I and know while he is doing that Roman just runs up to him and throws him out of the ring.
1: So good, man. That was br- so JBL gets eliminated in mere fucking second
0: elimination of the g- match. Roman seventh of the, sh- of the, sh- of the match. Also,
1: Michael Cole says that the JBL character has never entered a Royal Rumble match, and Jesus Christ, did Vince Russo write that line? Why the yeah, fuck are was, you saying it was that?
0: Because when he was, was black, Bradshaw, Bradshaw has well, been yeah, I Rumble. know, but like, why would you call it the JBL?
1: Oh, because that's so I, I don't, lame.
0: I don't. It's, it's like he wanted to be like this is JBL's first time in the Rumble, but he also wants to acknowledge that JBL is, Bl- is Bradshaw. So, and that would be a lie to say that he had never been in the Rumble. It was an awkward way to like get yeah. to the point he was trying to make
1: also uh, uh it's one more thing i noticed from commentary i didn't realize that that rikishi was the usos dad i thought he was their yeah. uncle
0: nope they're so, they're rikishi's kids
1: so sola sakoa is their brother then yes oh okay i thought he was like their cousin okay uh-uh. um ah interesting Okay. This um, also, yeah. I also learned that you... Santino also holds the record for shortest rumble time at yes. one point
0: nine seconds. Correct, Mundo. Boo. I I think Liv Morgan might have beat him one by now, but I don't remember.
1: Uh-oh. Oh no, Poor They
0: Lord. have occasionally tried to recreate the moment to break the record, usually not to success because one point nine seconds is very difficult to do. To beat. yeah,
1: and Santino's got a gift, man.
0: Yeah, so JBL gets back to commentary. The crowd starts chanting, you still got it at JBL.
2: <laughs> I didn't catch that.
0: No, what I a caught good that crowd, laugh. Man. And then JBL it's just immediately literary. starts going, man, what a great rumble this has been, hasn't it? <laughs> he refuses to acknowledge anything that just happened <laughs> in, the, in the last two minutes.
1: I love me. I love me some JBL getting put in his fucking place what Hilarious. a loser oh uh, my entrance god number
0: 25 is eric rowan and i rowan. wrote oh shit no <laughs> more mystery entrance technically at this point we know every single person yeah who is next to come out uh well,
1: mostly i don't yeah, know think... i
0: know every other person left had been confirmed before this before this oh,
1: okay i was just i was just going off what i saw in the like promo ahead of this well
0: i you know what i made a second point about that too is i forgot is basically i forgot del rio had announced himself in the rumble earlier and like on tv so i had forgot about that but i but rowan is the last person the all spots are gone hope you remember who is still to come who already Uh announced they're in the match yep uh Rowan, I wrote Rowan goes for the Miz. Miz chucks it. Uh, ch- he chucks Miz to the apron, and then Harper hits his Brody, big old lariat yeah,
2: to knock the Miz out, out.
0: number sixteen. Nice. And then, and then Harper big boots Jay Uso off the apron as well for number seventeen. As so at this point, the Wyatt's and the Shield have a stare down, and as number twenty six is coming out, those two those two factions start brawling
1: yeah they uh they they they're really going for the fucking uh <laughs> the fucking it's i swear to god man it's like shield against everybody up in here God damn.
0: yep okay so number 26 is the big guy ryback
1: fuck ryback dude
0: honestly yeah uh the only interesting thing that happens in before the next entrant is Seamus and Cesaro have a big boy, meaty strike off where they're hitting each other with uppercuts.
1: I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I, yep. mean, I do love big, meaty boys striking. So, you know, good, so, good shit there.
0: Number 27 is Alberto Del Rio. And this Buck is Del where Rio, I, dude. This was my original, oh shit, no more mystery entrance because yeah, Batista hasn't come out. Big e hasn't come. Biggie Big and Bray and Batista all had promos earlier in the show, so yep. they were all confirmed, and they uh-huh. haven't come out yet. It's three spots left, uh, but anyway, oh. Alberto starts in on Ryback and Dean. Uh, Rollins has Punk laying over the top rope, and yet he still can't get Punk out of the match. He's um,
1: trying so hard, man. Poor Rollins has been trying to fucking climb this mountain since the beginning and he just can't pull it off.
0: Number and then number 28, Batista. Yeah. Yeah. The The animal
1: was here. The the animal's here, and there was much rejoicing. Yeah. Start
0: coming from the crowd as Batista comes out. Yeah, Uh, no one gives a shit. Batista immediately chucks Eric Rowan out of the match for number 18. Uh, Mm. batista and ryback square up in the most yeah i i I wrote it i
1: wrote it as i wrote it as bargain bin batista looking for a fight with name brand batista it goes as well as you'd expect
0: oh but that's not true because ryback is bargain brand goldberg not Batista. Oh, well. Let's get that. Let's get that right for a second. Yes. Well, okay.
1: Well, in this match, they are both big, muscular, bald, somewhat tan dudes. So, yeah, so in Ryback, this match, he's bargained Ben Batista. Ryback
0: gets Batista in the corner. Ryback is going for his big clothesline. Feed me more. Feed me more. He goes, Batista backdrop counters, backdrops him out of the ring. Get fucked. Get out of here. Number get 19, Ryback is gone. Out of here. And then Alberto del Rio seemingly has just remembered. That he he thre- he like had a sworn blood enemy in Batista for coming into this, and he starts attacking Batista. He but he has but but and then Batista like lifts Del Rio. We missed how he even got to this position. Batista has is lifting Del Rio's whole body by one arm and then just drops him out of the ring. Get Sick. fucked. Del Rio's yeah, get out.
1: Fucked you piece of shit. Get out of here. Number twenty
0: elimination number 29 three ain't enough i need five it's big e langston
1: who gets absolutely no pop oh man they do not care the crowd knows what they they want
0: and they're gonna get it next right so who cares about 29
1: yeah um Uh, i I made a note of oh look punk's actually doing something again but completely forgot to write down what he was actually doing again
0: oof so Biggie comes in hot, hitting people with the big moves, and then as the countdown is beginning. Oh yeah, we'll see Daniel... the
1: the yes chance. Yes, start up. Yes, and I can only imagine yes, what yes. was going through the mind of everybody in that ring. I can probably, only imagine
0: probably the same thing that was going through the mind of me and every other person at beatups was. All right, it's time for Daniel Bryan. Let's fucking go! No,
1: no not the audience in the ring. I can only imagine all oh. the wrestlers in the ring are like as they realize with dread just how derailed this shit's about to get.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: can only imagine.
0: Yeah, so the Daniel Bryan chant start, and the number 30, the Booyaka Booyaka 619. Has Bravest never been so
1: poorly received.
0: Huge boos immediately.
1: Oh my god, major. They... And and not a word from commentary. Not a fucking p about what's going on with the fans. I
0: I was afraid that I would have misremembered how bad this was when this happened. <laughs> nope. This is just as bad as I thought it was going to be.
1: Oh yeah. Oh man. Holy shit. Yeah, it, it, not a word from commentary. Uh Daniel Bryan chants just start echoing through the arena. Nobody likes this anymore. Uh, we get a spot of, of Punk and Mysterio going at it for a second. They both end up skinning the cat. Um, nobody
0: cares. Um, nobody cares.
1: They're still big, booing. Rollins, e, eliminates- I'll say,
0: saying Well, I'll be not not yet in the before oh. that. Big E goes for the big is big ending, but Seamus blocks him and clotheslines Big E out of the ring. Just, okay, Oof, 21 is down. Cow. All God right, the, I wrote the crowd feels generally discontent. Like
1: oh yeah
0: honestly a lot the I don't know how much persist of it,
1: for the rest of the match
0: they do but it's almost not it's almost not even like consistent hell like I like I, I I my my vision of like the work not non-stop heat brother is like when we all when I was when we were in AEW in Detroit and Dan Lambert came out <laughs> QT Marshall like yes. it's not stopping this felt like the crowd is pissed and they're booing, but it's not super loud. It is just, the we are in like, medium heat. We are at a think, consistent medium heat on the stove. I think the thing is, like, it's, but there's a couple
1: of problems in that, though. In that, like, I think, one, you can say, like, they, they have to sustain that for 10 minutes. They're not going to be able to sustain that vitriol for 10 minutes. It's going to come yeah, in listen, waves.
0: Yeah, that only, that only happens for Roman Reigns after he beats The Undertaker. That's the only yeah. time we can hold it for 10 minutes and be mad. Yeah.
1: But like, but also, fucking, I, I think, I think, I think too. Like, even the fact that it's medium heat is such a condemnation of this. Yeah, whole the thing. crowd,
0: the crowd has instantly decided that we will no longer engage with this match in a positive like, way. Like, I will get, I like they, they,
1: they'll still pop for some big moves because you kind of can't help. Like, if there's something that kind of surprised you in ring, you'll kind of instinctually go like ah so we'll still get kind of like some pops for that shit and there are some pops we get at the end that I'm looking forward to talking about but like overall like at this point this match is now on the back burner and there is it it recovers kind of but it's you're done yeah it's still it's this utter condemnation um it's like it's over man yeah yeah Um, Rollins eliminates Mysterio and the crowd Cheers at Mysterio's elimination out of what I can only imagine is pure spite.
0: Well, I also noted that when Rey Mysterio hit the six one nine on Seth Rollins, the crowd booed. Yeah, the six one nine. They are just yeah, like I know. Tonight, Rey Mysterio was public enemy number one.
1: Oh yeah, he he made history in that. Like this is the worst reception he has ever got since being heel in WCW so it sure honestly, is a bit of history already. Right.
0: i feel like he probably didn't get heat in wcw like he got in this match probably not but yeah the rollins eliminates Rey mysterio and the crowd loves the crowd
1: it. cheers yeah sheer spite um, and then
0: luke harper is also on the apron superman punch by Reigns to get him out of there that's boo. elimination seven men left eight eliminations for roman yes. okay um then it all falls apart yes. uh no no team in the royal rumble has ever been able to just keep it the fuck together nope. as roman is standing next to the ropes here dean ambrose decides right now while we are still currently outnumbered in the ring i am going to attack roman and get top an 10 right trails
1: yeah ambrose tries to eliminate roman rollins stops him and is like hey hey, what the fuck rollins is desperately trying to keep this marriage together and Um, so
0: cesaro runs over and he is trying to double team out dean and seth and then they fight over into the ropes roman has recovered roman Roman chucks all three of them cesaro dean ambrose and seth rollins
1: Oh that no, that is twenty
0: four men left, and Roman Reigns has tied Kane's record at eleven eliminations oh in God. one Royal Rumble. Oh, they're
1: trying so hard. Oh God. Yeah. Fucking the final four um,
0: are CM Punk, Roman Reigns, Sheamus, and Batista.
1: Yes, there is kind of a sick, there is kind of a sick exchange where like um Batista hits Roman with a finisher. No. Yeah. What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Spine Batista Buster.
0: A... Spine, spine Buster. Buster. Sheamus then comes in with a bro kick on Batista. On Batista. CM Punk comes in Punk with hits a GTS, the GTS on Sheamus. On
1: Sheamus. Um, and then CM Punk kind of retreats he back get, to he the He gets corner. into the corner
0: and out and comes Kane out of nowhere.
1: Kane comes back from the dead and eliminates in, Punk.
0: Yeah. In everyone's what? least favorite rule, Royal Rumble rule, that... You don't have to be an active participant in the match to eliminate somebody from the match.
1: Oh, my God. I get why. Which is the worst, like, logic.
0: Like, the the logical problems with that. Like, why? Why Why did, why do you, if you are a part of a faction, why the fuck do any of you, not just all run into the ring, throw everyone out and win and let your faction members in the match win. Fucking hell. Braun Strowman did that when he was in the Wyatts. He got eliminated and he just came back in the ring and threw a guy out.
1: Yeah, did, fucking uh, wasn't didn't when we watched the one standalone Royal Rumble wasn't fucking Hornswoggle doing something like that shit.
0: maybe i remember hornswoggle
1: <laughs> running around and doing some shenanigans it was not um, this
0: egregious as what happened with kane here
1: also i just realized something <laughs> there aren't refs in the ring for the royal
0: rumble no they all st- because the only rule of the royal rumble is out of the ring touch the floor all the refs are at ringside to ensure who touched the floor and well, tell them to i get just out.
1: i just like kind of fully process that okay wild um yeah so kane kane eliminates punk and leaves to the crowd and cm punk
2: l- leaves he chokeslams chokeslam- C-
0: chokeslam- cm punk through the spanish announce table oh yeah i forgot about ne- that and we will never and we will never see cm punk in wwe ever WWE again. again he walks Which, like, out after this show
1: what the fuck was this building to man Tri- cm punk versus
0: triple h he oh yeah
1: beat, oh the authority yeah he would
0: have beat he would have fought kane on pay-per-view and then he would have fought triple h at wrestlemania that oh, was WrestleMania. what was gonna happen uh okay. and cm punk said fuck this fuck you i'm not doing okay, that. All this i'm so I'm tired leaving. of this
1: shit i'm so done he uh,
0: he is tired and he's working with fucking children he is gone
1: <laughs> oh that self-righteous prick oh all I, right, the greatest so, curse of my time that I that I the, love him so much.
0: The final three are Roman Reigns, Sheamus, and Batista. Daniel Bryan chants are starting again, and also when yes. all three men get back on their feet, booze. Booze all over the place.
1: Still isn't saying jack shit about it. I can only imagine that in their ears Vince was sounding like a rabbit. Whatever dog. you
0: fucking <laughs> do, he was whatever you fucking do, don't mention Daniel. Brian! I I wanna
1: know what what it what Vince looked like backstage watching this shit unfold and like seeing everything, like seeing his easy push of like Roman Reigns to the top melt away before his eyes. He's like, fuck, I have to push Daniel Bryan, don't I? I can only imagine how deeply pissed he was, and it makes me very happy.
0: So as the three stare down, they the crowd starts chanting. No, it's been yep. a while since no we've done Chan. that. But yeah, there we go. Seamus fucking
1: bucks up for the bro kick like he's hitting oh his chest before he did that.
0: And- I note Seamus prematurely points at the sign, signaling his doom. Like oh, as he, buddy. Like as before he starts doing the broke broke, he looks at the sign and points at it. I'm like, you idiot, you do you're done.
1: You're an idiot. You're out of here. You've won this match. You know how to win it. You're don't be stupid. Yeah. No, he so goes, he starts hitting his chest to butt. and with each hit of his chest, he's getting no, 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 no. Oh my God! The crowd has gone
0: feral. So Sheamus goes for the bro kick on Batista. Batista ducks. Batista tries to set up for the Batista bomb. It is blocked, but then Batista is able to back body drop Sheamus out onto the apron. Roman shoulder bumps him. Roman now has the record for the most eliminations in a regular royal rumble match at 12. see and and we are down to two and so okay so here
1: i i had a moment with this because roman gets out um roman gets out uh sheamus and has a like mini tussle with Batista right afterward before they do a stare down. And the crowd cheers once kind of Batista goes at him for this mini tussle. And I thought that people were that was them cheering for the elimination of Roman. Because I was like, all right, everybody sees the writing on the wall here. Um, everybody knows they're trying they're trying to force Roman to push to the top. Um you see, and and they're even, all and they're all even, and they're all mad about that. But yeah, but then even I but then in-
0: People could see ahead, and I don't. People, we it wasn't really caught on to yet. Yeah, like, I don't think I don't think people because I
1: certainly didn't. I don't think people fully realized that Roman had just gotten a record for most eliminations in C- the yeah, Royal
0: and, Rumble. Yeah, and CM Punk is who like really blew open discourse about like Roman is the next top guy, like that, and like Melzer what Melzer was reporting throughout 2014 in mm-hmm. the aftermath of the Shield breaking up. That was when he was like, Yeah, Roman's about to be the next top guy. Um, any, but in this match for now, it is between Roman Reigns, the cool hot tag guy in the shield, or Batista, a part time actor that nobody wanted back.
1: Yeah. And well, that, yeah. So that's the thing. So I'm like, All right, people are seeing the writing on the wall. They're too, but then, then like, Roman lands something on Batista and the crowd cheers more. And I'm like, oh no. Oh, they're cheering for the elimination of Batista. Oh fuck. They no have one... no idea. The, crowd... is the preferable winner, the lesser of two evils, because he's not the old fart celebrity forced back
0: into this angle for, oh no. For it's 10 year, nine years later. This is the most this any audience has ever wanted Roman Reigns to win the Royal Rumble. I know this is a this oh no, but yeah, Roman Reigns' chance. The crowd yeah, the is going. Pa- crazy. The monkey
1: paws curling as we
0: speak. They they the crowd has, has reached the bargaining stage of grief. As they are now asking for at least let it Please not be let Batista. Let it not be Batista.
1: <laughs> ah! Oh my god, they really are going through the stages of grief here. Fuck <laughs> and, and dial, sadness, anger, bargaining, acceptance. Fuck. Oh, I yeah, forget the so stages Roman, of
0: grief. Oh, Roman goes for the Superman punch. Batista hits the shittiest spear i've ever seen uh-huh. uh batista f- goes for the batista bomb spear by roman roman goes to throw out batista batista just quick reverses him and then he throws roman cer- unceremoniously out of the ring it is over
1: it's roman over. is
0: left to lay on the outside in shock and awe that he lost
1: oh this. my god and
0: batista has won the royal rumble
1: oh my fucking god this is the most incredible pay-per-view I've ever seen Austin and that I think they made literally every wrong booking choice possible. <gasps> Holy shit, dude. Oh, I
0: disagree I disagree with you there, I think I think I think John Cena losing to Randy Orton due to the Wyatt's was perfectly fine.
1: <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's that's the like one okay one cuz like fuck the fact that Orton's on top, but like at, at least it's not more Cena wins, lol. So I guess that's fine. But everything else, including the pre-show, is the most incorrect booking I've ever seen. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, okay, Batista. Point at that goddamn sign, you filthy fucking animal he as points no, at the
0: sign as the, no the fireworks go off
1: batista looks almost bewildered like i don't think he expected to get this much flack for b i thought he thought he was gonna get a little bit of love yeah but i, he, think, he I, play, I, I
0: think he plays it off because he's used yeah he honestly he, is used to being a heel so yeah, he, plays he plays it off
1: the heat um and he has the dopiest ass point too i don't even like he kind of looks like oh Oh, like it's such a dopey point fucking uh and no chance echo through the arena in such a beautiful sequel to how things ended last time like just more signs that the universe will not allow the plan to go forward as originally conceived Aside from, like, one dude in the front row I saw who was clapping and going, like, yeah, good show.
0: Good for you, guys.
1: Good for you, guys. I'm glad you had fun, you and you alone. This
0: was Daniel Bryan's no good, very bad day. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. And this is the turning point of it all. This night. Yeah. I'll get more into it again next time but like this was it this was the this was the boiling point to the WWE backstage not caring about Daniel Bryan and the audience only caring about Daniel Bryan
1: what I would have given to be a fly on the wall at the fucking post pay-per-view debrief that Vince must have had with his team what I would give to be in that room and see Vince <laughs> clutching his head in his hands and be like, oh, god damn it. Oh, god damn it. We have to push the fucking indie guy. Oh, god damn it. I think we're going to be sick. Oh, my oh, god. god! We fucking have to. This we is, have no this, choice. This is, Those shit shits won't this, let us.
0: Oh, it's even worse than when I had to push Ben Watt. This <laughs> is even worse than when I had to push Bret Hart. This is oh. worse. This is awful. (laughs) I know.
1: I fucking know, dude. I just wanted to cleanly push Roman to the top, and it would have been fine, but now I have to do this fucking side trip first. I just wanted to do Batista
0: versus Randy Orton. What's so bad about that?
1: that? (laughs) Why don't these idiots understand? I'm giving them the top stars. Why aren't they responding? Oh, my God. This is
0: not WWE's most tone deaf because, (laughs) amazingly, 2015 is worse. Uh, But I'll tell you what, not a good night for the WWE.
1: Not not a good night for the Fed. The Fed's having a rough go of it right now, man.
0: Yeah, Daniel Bryan not only didn't even win the Royal Rumble, he wasn't even in it. And I think in. the WWE probably thought it would be better for everybody if we just don't put him in the match, if he's not going to win. And I'll tell you what I think the problem with that is. If you put Daniel Bryan in the Royal Rumble and you still don't have him win, that can still be a building off point to a storyline. Like yeah. if, for example, Batista eliminated Daniel Bryan, they wouldn't do that because they want Batista to be the baby face. But if like the <laughs> shield, if like the shield or Kane had eliminated Daniel Bryan or hell, the rumors that he's going to fight fucking Sheamus at WrestleMania have Sheamus fight Daniel Bryan, eliminate Daniel Bryan for God's sake. Yeah. Um, any number of potential outcomes here, you can still build off of that and, make that a story you can let these peons think that you're gonna get to the what they want you to get to
1: yeah i know
0: it taking daniel bryan out of the royal rumble says loud and clear what that you are not gonna get what you want
1: it's the most baffling fucking decision but like i it's i i i I can sympathize a tiny bit in that like well no because they fucking they had cody and dustin fight whole ass matches at the beginning of the pay-per-view and they came in pretty relatively early so I was gonna say like you know let Daniel Bryan rest but like no he didn't have to come in at 30 No, if you were fine putting Cody and Dustin in earlier Daniel could have as well but like yeah
0: I am confident it is entirely because they were afraid if they put Daniel in that match and lose the crowd will derail the match And yet the crowd did it anyway. Yeah,
1: well, that's the thing. I think think they were stuck between a rock and a hard place. I think no matter what, unless Daniel Bryan won, the crowd would have hijacked the match again. Because they show they have no qualms with hijacking segments because they love Daniel Bryan so much. They'll do it before, and they'll do it again unless that man fucking wins. So they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, but they chose the objectively funnier option (laughs) for them.
2: (laughs) <laughs>
1: because because they did they they thought maybe the crowd was so like hamster brain, so goldfish brain. Maybe, we can, put, maybe, maybe we, we can get him.
0: Maybe we can get him.
1: Make them forget that Daniel Bryan exists. <laughs> Which is the funnier decision. It's more entertaining for us to analyze, but it was also holy shit, who Who had this brain dead ass idea to not even put Daniel Bryan anywhere in there when the crowd was made it so insanely clear to you. That was the only thing they cared about tonight.
0: Yep. Um, Oh my God. So this show, I feel like the Royal rumble was not one of the worst I've ever watched. There's a lot more boring rumbles than I've been that in the, in the, Mm. in the list, but Honestly, the unless you want to watch a train wreck in action, in which case watch the last 10 minutes of the Royal Rumble. It um, was really funny. Other than that, like Daniel and Bray was really good, and that's about it, really.
2: Pretty
1: much, yeah. Uh that was that was about it uh and I got a nice I got a nice good explosion over how much I fucking hate Brock Lesnar's booking. So if you want to hey. rage along with me, watch that one. Watch, watch that 15 minute stink fest, too. But yeah, yep. worth pretty fucking worthless pay per view overall. Because even in the good match, Daniel Bryan didn't even fucking win. Oh yeah. my God. So,
0: yeah. So, we will be covering the ramifications of oh, all of I this. I can't shit wait.
1: Next I cannot wait.
0: time. But that's for a later date next time mm-hmm. we are finishing our foray into uh coliseum home videos
1: oh man
0: we've had some fun we've had some laughs some
1: not fun
0: we've also oh, we'll had some too. not fun uh yes. but let's i in pretty much every list uh i of best coliseum videos this is near the top if not at the top we are going to be watching 1993's Smack 'Em, Whack 'Em, which is famous. What? Which is there's a lot of new generation cheese in there.
2: Oh, but no. here's
0: the thing: is that match had two? That video had two big matches on it. It had the previously unaired match where Bret Hart beat Ric Flair to win the WWF Championship in Saskatchewan oh and it had the previously unaired first ever wwf ladder match between Shawn michaels and bret hart what the fuck
1: wow oh wow oh that's wild holy okay fuck i i man i've been having a weird time with coliseum but I, you just pulled me all the way back on board this train. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo, let's fucking go. Holy
0: shit. Absolutely. But that is for next time. Until then, David, hit our plugs.
1: Yes, sir. Dear friends, thank you all so much for joining us on yet another episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. We are so delighted to have you here. Returning listeners, viewers, what have you. Hey, welcome back. You know the drill. Thank you so much for once again welcoming us back into your eardrums, your eyeballs, whatever it is you use to consume our content. We, You know, just thanks for being here we love you keep on coming back hey new people hi how's it going thank you so much for being here as well we hear the noobs and knockouts podcast like to think we are friendly to both noobs and knockouts alike so whether you're brand new to the wild wacky world of wrestling or you're a veteran of all the weird bullshit either way we hope you feel welcome here we hope you uh feel like you can uh you you you, you things are accessible and that you that you uh you, you know things can that you can learn things around here and understand what the hell's going on and we hope you want to keep joining us week after week after week. And let me tell you, my friends, all the ways you can do that. First and foremost, of course, you can find us on YouTube. We are all we are the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe, ring that bell, make turns, turns, a nice little solid color so you get notifications every single time we drop a brand new episode. Uh, give us that sweet, sweet engagement. Check out all of our playlists. Austin has been kind enough to organize all of the epos- episodes that we are. Uh, sorry, all of the arcs that we follow. Jesus into their own separate playlist so you can follow something all the way down without having to skip around a whole hell of a lot it's great and hey you can also see our beautiful faces our wonderful hud and all the delightful visual gags austin me trying desperately to illustrate in midair what the fuck wrestling moves look like uh so of course uh we're really
0: quite good at
1: it we're amazing we're no none better uh you can find all of that on the noobs and knockouts youtube but of course if you're a fan of the audio only experience, we understand that as well. You can find us on three of the best places to find your audio podcast, which, of course, are Spotify, Google, and Apple podcast Come give us a listen there. Uh, download our show, rate our show, maybe give us a nice little, you know, review telling people that hey, these guys are pretty cool. I don't know, I'm just saying. Uh, if you're so inclined, that, that stuff helps us out tremendously. Um, and we super appreciate it. And you know, just get generally give us a listen. Noobs and Knockouts Podcast on Spotify google and apple podcast but of course that is not the only place you can find our you can find our presence online we have a life outside of this show after all um uh, first and foremost uh you can find us on twitter we are we are indeed on the Twitter. you can find us at noobs and nox pod on twitter that's at noobs the letter and nox pod on twitter Come, come, check us out. We post memes. We engage in discourse. We put up a post every single time. We drop a brand new episode, so you guys always know what the hell's going on. Uh We, of course, the uh, highlight of our Twitter is weekly wrestling live tweeting. Things are in a bit of flux right now because I, I just started rehearsals for a new show, and Austin's watching other shit on Wednesdays. But at least in theory, I we refuse it,
0: to watch. I refuse to get cable and watch anything live. So, oh
1: well. See, I, that's why I hopped on fight. Um, uh. So, anyway, but when when we have the time on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. uh Eastern Time on TBS, we are watching AEW Dynamite, tweeting all about that shit. Uh, and then of course on top of that, on uh, Fridays when we have the time uh, at 10 p.m. Eastern on TNT, we are watching what else? AEW Rampage. It is the show that y'all been waiting on. Uh, we love to tweet about all that shit. Of course, on top of that, Austin loves to do his due diligence and follow and sometimes even tweet about uh, all of the major company pay-per-views, and we like to tell you guys all about them. Uh, so, my friend, what is on the docket coming up?
0: Sure. So, for Impact Wrestling, they have an Impact Plus exclusive match. That is their streaming service. It's like 7 bucks a month or something. Uh, they also, I think also a YouTube Premium subscription will get you this show march 24th it is impact wrestling sacrifice uh normally i would go this match by match but it it has admittedly been a bit of a long evening and so my Mm. voice is a little is not feeling that uh but that is march 24th and then on april 1st and april 2nd is wrestlemania 39 wrestlemania goes hollywood
1: hollywood hollywood hulk hogan perhaps
0: Oh, Lord Almighty. If he fucking comes out in that show, I, I swore. I,
1: I feel like he has to, right?
0: I would be... He he could probably get away with it, but I would be unhappy about that. I mean, of um, course. Uh, so that is April 1st and April 2nd. That is on Peacock. It is a PL... It's all PLEs now. It's not pay-per-views. I get it because... P, uh, premium live event is a better name, is a better descriptor, but I think it's a weird name. Uh, but it's available on, for the stream on Peacock, you know, NBC Universal streaming service. Same thing we watched tonight's Royal Rumble on. And then uh, AEW is double or nothing on May Ooh. 28th. That is available on pay per view anywhere where you can buy your pay per views you know, over the, bo- over K ca- over the cable box online at, at, uh, at, uh, bleacher report, I believe is still handling their pay-per-views domestically fight TV. If you are not domestic, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, mm, uh,
1: uh, or uh, uh.
0: occasionally in a movie theater, that's a thing around you. So, yeah, that is what is available, uh, near, uh, in the near future hell yeah check
1: all that out folks if if you especially if you're a noob pay-per-views are a great little jumping on point for for shit stories are you know you, you get you get some banger matches and some big storylines finishing up so you kind of have context going into you know a weekly story if you want to follow yeah. uh and you know just generally if you like listening to us ramble about wrestling for multiple hours at a time i can't imagine why but if you do uh well then the the twitter is just more of that and i feel like the our voices carry through pretty well and we we spit some fucking fire on that twitter if i do say so myself so once again the twitter is at noobs and knocks pod on twitter of course if you want to get in super direct contact with us you can also email us because we do indeed have an email address you can find us at noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com that's noobs the word and knockouts pod at gmail.com Come say hi to us there. Tell us what you think about the show. Request things you want to see us cover on the show. Uh, tell us how based in Red Pill you think our hot takes are, or how fucking dumb they are, or whatever. Start discourse with us. Have a conversation. Just generally say hi. We love people saying hi. We would love to say hi back. Noobs and knockouts pod at gmail.com. And of course, last but certainly not least, you can also find us on Patreon. We are also the Noobs and Knockouts podcast on Patreon. One dollar a month, one, one single little bone a month helps us out immensely and gets you a shout out at the end of each episode and early access to every episode. Shout out to, of course, friend of the show, sugar daddy, Kyle Smith for, for supporting us. We hope you love having your perks, buddy. You love hearing your name at the end of every episode. If you want to join our boy Kyle along with all that, uh, please absolutely, uh, uh, hit us up. Uh, you know, even just a single dollar goes such a long way to support this show, uh, noobs and knockouts podcast on Patreon. If you want to find that the link for that, is
2: in our Twitter. See y'all next time. Hasta luego.